From Welcome Villain Films, the studio that brought you the horror hit Malum, as well as Beaten to Death and Hunter Killer, comes their newest nightmare, Mind, Body, Spirit, now available on digital. Directed by Alex Haynes and Matthew Miranda, and produced by Dan Asma, Mind, Body, Spirit follows Anya, an aspiring yoga influencer, as she embarks on a ritual practice left behind by her estranged grandmother. What starts as a spiritual self-help guide quickly evolves into something much more sinister. As Anya becomes increasingly obsessed with the mysterious power of the practice, she unwittingly unleashes an otherworldly entity that begins to take control of her life and her videos. Now, Anya must race to unlock the truth before her descent into madness threatens to consume her mind, body, and spirit. During its festival tour, which stops at Chattanooga Film Festival and the Unnamed Footage Festival, Mind, Body, Spirit garnered praise from critics who call it a found footage version of Hereditary and a knockout found footage horror movie for the live stream era. Experience the first ever yoga-themed found footage horror film and don't miss the film viewers have called extremely frightening and upsetting. Available now on digital anywhere you rent or buy movies online, including Prime Video and Apple Plus. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Proud members of the Podbelly Network. What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, come on. You know I don't watch that shit. Why not? Too scared? No. No, it's just what's the point? They're all the same. Some stupid killer stalking some big-breasted girl who can't act who's always running up the stairs when she should be going out the front door. It's insulting. Kim and Cat stay, stay alive, alive? Maybe. maybe. We are a horror movie comedy podcast, and we are going to tell you the entirety of a movie and spoil the fuck out of it. And this week, Ketrin is going to try to stay alive. I am Ketrin Porter. I am Kimberly Aaron Marie Maleficent Esquire Jesus Burns. Got it. You got it. <laughs> um, hi, I like your face. Hello, I like your face. I miss it. Me too. I, I to really miss it. your face. Uh, I, I am. How are you? Let's start I there. I am a person, <laughs> and I am. Floating on a ball in space. <laughs> I'm okay. Uh, today was rough, but uh, there's just a lot of extra world things. Like on top of yes. just the global pandemic and the quarantining thing, now there's like an overwhelm of conspiracy theories and an overwhelm. Yes. And then we still have the regular bad shit of like, right. you know, 
um, black men just being um, murdered out on the street for going jogging um, and right. then people not being arrested for it for two months. So uh, right. I'm just like. And then there's and now the, also a... there's this light dusting of murder hornets as well. Right, right, right. I mean, luckily, I don't go outside. So I, I right, right, so right, right, far right. don't have to worry about those. But who, who sure. knows? I, I, I haven't added that to my list quite yet. G- give me a break. Sure. Um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I had to have a good cry today. I had to cry it out a little. Set a timer. I hear that. I hear that. I love that. Yeah. I had a little five minute timer and I was like, oof, this was good. This was good. Wow. That's actually really, that's really smart. I Mm -hmm. had one of, do you ever have those days where like, you're like, if I could just harness this energy and this productivity, like I could be president. Like, why do I have this much energy right now? Why was like, why today do you like, this was the opposite of one of those. Oh, (laughs) got it. (laughs) Like that was, I mean, yeah, just where you were going. I was just like, I mean, I don't ever have the thought that I could be president because at this point that job has been tainted. tainted. Um, Uh, yeah. Nor do I have a desire, but I get what you're saying. Yeah. It was the opposite of those days where you feel like you have so much energy um, like you're a superhero. I, yeah, I was in more of the, I'm a shell of a person sort of state. Um, yeah, yeah. so I got really drunk to numb my feelings about it last night. That cool, cool, was cool. super helpful. And then I did a bunch of online shopping to fill the void. So it worked out <laughs> perfectly and I feel great. 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 We're doing all, great. All, yeah. <laughs> all the things that I bought, uh, brought me the satisfaction and bliss I was hoping for. Um, and you know, I got really drunk to numb my feelings. And then when I sobered up, those feelings were just gone. It wasn't like I masked anything. <laughs> That's how numbing <laughs> feelings works, right? They yeah. Totally go yeah. Away. So I guess what I'm saying is I am perfect. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Mackenzie actually shared the story with me, um, which is interesting, and I was going to try to share it, but it's really long, and it's actually depressing AF. But um, it's yeah. John Carpenter talking in an interview about how he learned about, like, true evil, kind of. And it was from, like, growing up in the South. Um, oh, and wow. It's just – it relates to the horribleness of racism that still exists today, clearly. Um, but I found that really interesting. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm excited. Speaking of, speaking of the horror world um, – I saw the preview for the HP Lovecraft. Ooh, uh, yes. On HBO, Lovecraft Country. HBO, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It is HBO. Um, I, I, couple things. I definitely want to watch it, like, in the age of uh, The Watchmen, which I, like, loved, where it, like, is, you know, just really diving into issues in a way that, is super compelling and interesting and blah, blah, blah. But then I'm also like, but do I have the energy for this? Um, yeah. Well, and I, if it makes you feel better, I don't think that comes out to like at least a month, if not two. So you've got oh, time to, and the world will be over by worry, then. So to, <laughs> to deal with the feelings of that particular thing, if that makes you feel better. Do you know what I it did does start make me feel watching? Better. Um, the Exorcist TV show. 
What? It's 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 on Hulu. And I it's it's originally on Fox, which is I think it's downfall to be honest. It was shockingly right. more um kind of gory than I thought it would be to be on Fox Interesting. to be honest. Um but it's I mean, I guess it has a second season that I'm going to watch too. Um and it's from like Interesting. I think 2016 or something. Like I like missed it completely. Like I was like when did this happen? Um Me too. So like I'm not giving it a glowing recommendation, clearly, but, like, I kind of like it. <laughs> You're like, it's a show. <laughs> I think My that, eyes were open while I observed it. I think that you would enjoy watching it, though. And it has, like, a neat, okay. a neat twist that I thought was was pretty cool of them. Uh, oh. That I was like, oh, okay, that's that's fun. Um, I, I have very little... Um, what uh what am I trying to say um personhood uh and I it's really hard for me to like watch shows that require me to think uh and that sounds hard what you just described oh I don't think you need to think for it oh I don't okay great yeah. I sp- okay great then I'm in yeah done it's just like a, a- you know, the exorcist light. <laughs> oh, okay, great. So like the diet it's version like on TV, you know, great. Um, but is it like lot? Is it one person that requires an exorcism or little vignettes of people that need exorcisms? One person. It's a, it's one a person. It's a, a scripted show. No, no, right. No, okay. what I'm saying is, <laughs> I was I meant, like, okay, wait, are we talking about a reality show right now? No, 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 no. So what I meant was like, does it follow, does it follow the exerciser where it's like, oh, gotta go to Ohio to exercise this donkey? Or is it like one person? <laughs> it's a combination of both. It's kind of about a family, okay. but then like the Got priests it. that get involved and stuff like that. Um, and then, right. But I, I, I at first was like, this is kind of cool because it's like um, a modern day, like what would happen if your daughter seemed to be possessed situation. Like yeah. it takes place today, which is interesting, you know? Yeah, that sounds cool. You know what? I'll give it a fucking shot. But I feel you. Other than what that, I've hell? just been turning my brain off with like fucking garbage shows. Sometimes. Yeah, I total, go I go back and yeah. forth and then I get overwhelmed and then my brain melts too much from the garbage shows. And then I'm like, uh-huh. all right, now I need to re up with something interesting. Yep. <laughs> I need to we need to remold the Play-Doh of our brains back together <laughs> into something. Uh, and then the world happens at us constantly and we go, nope, I'm remelting. Goodbye. Yeah, I just go back and forth between like Love Island and interesting good shows yeah yeah uh I had a weird um thing happen last night speaking of garbage shows uh my cousin Allison has been like you have to watch the new like singing bachelor or whatever the fuck it is yeah girl we're watching it together you just don't join us I know so but 
here. So cousin kept being like, is Eric watching it with you? And I was like, no, we had a whole talk about it that Eric doesn't want to watch it. So it's like really hard for me to like motivate myself to like yeah, watch it. That's and an impossible was like, show to watch on your own. Yeah. And she was like, well, I'm going to talk to Eric, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like he has to watch it with you. And so then like Eric and I are wasted on the couch last night. And I was like, cousin's really mad at you because you won't watch the singing bachelor with me. And he was like, what are you talking about? I would watch that right now. I absolutely <laughs> would watch that show with you. And I was like, no, we had an entire conversation about it. He was like, we absolutely did not. Wow. And wow, you're wow. living in like your own Mandela effect right now. Oh, like I, he had that about love is blind. Maybe you're, maybe you're mixing it up. Maybe, maybe that was it. But he was like, what are you talking about? I desperately want to watch that with you. Did and you I was like, watch it. Not yet. This was at it's, 11 o'clock at night, it's, but it's worth it. It's so bad. I can't, I can't wait. It's so bad. Yeah. It's one um, of the few semblances of normal life that I feel like I still have is like getting together with the girls virtually to watch it and then make fun of it the whole time. Well, I guess Eric and I will catch up and then we'll come watch it. Yeah. Since, since our two universes have, have collided and now we're living in the same one, which we weren't before. <laughs> I had this whole talk about the Mandela effect um, with E. Uh, and uh, and I found a couple new ones that I was like, this is unacceptable. What? Do you, give me one. Well, the Berenstain we Bears is still my for, number one. And then yeah, um, we have to the uh, Snow White, what does the Wicked Witch call the mirror? Oh, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's not what we think it is. Like, it's not mirror, mirror on the wall. But why do you it's, think it's mirror, mirror on the wall unless it's mirror, mirror on the wall? Yeah, she says right. magic mirror on the wall. If you guys don't know what Which the Mandela is, effect is, just Google it. It's fucking bonkers. We just live in different dimensions all the time. Yeah. No, that's bananas. Like, I still think that that's incorrect. That's I'm like, she definitely says no mirror, way. mirror on the wall. Yes. Nobody has ever said magic mirror. Yes. Like, that's insane. It's uh, stupid. Come check out Kim and my other podcast, The Mandela Effect. I would <laughs> do a whole fucking podcast. Just each each one just go down the list and investigate it. Yeah. That would be really fun. I, um, I still get really mad when people try to tell me about the spelling of Berenstein Bears. I'm I like, cannot. you cannot. Please go it makes yourself. no sense and no one thinks it ma- it's Baron staying bears no, no no one thinks that how dare I you? knew those books I had I had how like 50 you? of those books <laughs> and I'm like that was during the time where I was learning to read too so therefore you spell like or you sound things out the way that they're exactly. spelled exactly you would have said Baron Stain bears not Baron Steen bears which is how you say it because it was spelled differently in our previous dimension. fucking bananas anyway that was a Mandela effect with Kim and Kat. Uh, yeah. I have another thing to share. Um, Please. Our network, Podbelly Network, is giving away free stickers. It's free stickers. Free. Uh, for the month of May, may the pork be with you. Um, you get a little I love Kevin Bacon sticker with our Kim was doing pig. parentheses guys yeah <laughs> she you couldn't see but she was doing parentheses around the word Kevin um because <laughs> the little pig's name is Kevin yeah um so basically if you go to podbelly.com slash shop and use the discount code Kevin the pig 
you can get a sticker while supplies last completely free. Limit one sticker per person. So Thank go you get yourself a cute, little, a cute little pig sticker. A cute um, little pig sticker. And put it on your Hydra flask like the basic bitch you are. <laughs> <Catch it>. <laughs> <laughs> Why you drink your White Claw. Yep. Uh, that's, yeah. Hey, I got my Hydra flask right here with stickers on it. And my LaCroix, which is... White Claw Light. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you want to hear about a movie? I do, please. Thank, please and thank you. Do you have ma'am. any idea what it is? I don't. I looked at the clue today and I was like, I don't fucking know. I'm excited. What is it? I am doing The Conjuring 2. Oh, snap! <laughs> oh, my God. I'm so excited. <laughs> Um, it's a long one, so settle in. Here we go. It took me uh, so many hours <laughs> to write these notes. <laughs> oh, man. Like, well, I am. I watched it first for one day, and then I spent a full entire day. Like, at one point, he texted me, and he's like, how far are you? And I was like, 50 minutes. I've gone through 50 minutes, and there's still an hour 23 left, and it's like getting dark outside like what's happening what is time I don't know where I am (laughs) I I do have a theory though and then I'll let you get into it I do think that it is because we are getting better at taking notes and we are getting better at like taking in detail which means we're taking in more more detail which means we're like it's taking us longer to write the notes I know which is also I guess why our podcasts are now 47 hours long I don't know how that's happening 40 seven hours I think that's partly to do with that we don't see each other or talk as much anymore either so we're just like hello how are you would you like to talk all day can we just keep talking to each other please I think that's part of it exactly yeah all right I'll shut the fuck up tell me a movie so this was made in 2016 directed by James Wan friend of the podcast (laughs) yeah he doesn't know that he's a friend of the podcast but he is he's one Kevin Bacon the pig away right (laughs) so okay dead or alive wow I don't know where to be how do I I just got caught up in the wires I'm trying to do a Kim's doing a little situation it's yeah I don't know where to put my arms nope she doesn't they're just flailing about (laughs) okay (laughs) Janet oh my god (laughs) I don't know where to put my book I am having a tough time (laughs) Janet who? <laughs> Janet. 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 Janet is alive. <laughs> Peggy Mum. Oh, like my mom, Peggy. Oh, She's yes. alive. Uh, older sister, Margaret. Mmm, dead. Little brother, Billy. Alive. Middle brother Johnny. Dead. Ed. Dead. Lorraine. Alive. Bill Wilkins. V- alive. Peggy neighbor. Everyone's named Peggy. Uh, I wonder if her Another name, Peggy? That might, that might be wrong. The neighbor lady. <laughs> the neighbor lady. Okay. If her, na- if her name is Peggy... She's alive. If it's something else, I'm, she's dead. 
Okay. <laughs> I'll double check that when I do points because I feel like it's not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, Vic neighbor. Maybe Peggy's husband. Uh, dead. Maurice Gross. Dead. Anita Gregory. Dead. Okay. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Ooh, this is good. I figured out a book space. Okay. Oh, good. We start with a voiceover. After everything we've seen, there isn't much that rattles us, either of us anymore. But this one, this one still haunts me. So we're starting <laughs> to see. <laughs> Shut up. I you, got to the, you got to the end of the page <laughs> and then went down to the next line and said me. <laughs> yes? I, haven't, I didn't have time to read over this, so it's going to be a little bit hard to read <laughs> the situation. These, these are my favorite. I love it. Okay, keep going. Except when I'm trying to be serious and good, and then I'm like, make it. <laughs> <laughs> so we're starting to see, like, kind of pan into, like, a little kid's room, and it says, Amityville, New York, 1976. Uh-oh. Okay. You've heard of it. I have. And in the room, they're setting up some uh, camera equipment. Voiceover. Two months prior to our involvement, the Lutz family fled their home, claiming that the house was haunted. The church reached out to us for help to confirm um, the activity reported by the Lutzes. So this is the voiceover Kay. of our friend, Vera Farmiga. Formiga. I love yes. her. Slash. Me too. Lorraine Warren. Got it. So we see Ed and Lorraine now sitting at a table in the hearth room uh, sure. with people sitting around the table kind of seance style. Like there's candles lit. Um, they have a little recording set up. A guy like closes the curtain so it's all dark. And Lorraine tells everyone to close their eyes and envision themselves surrounded by a halo of glowing white light because it'll protect you. Okay. Voiceover. The year before the Lutzes lived there, there was a young man who brutally murdered the entire family in the house. And was it done by anger or was he under the influence of something demonic, which is what he said in court. So now we're kind of like slow zooming in, like straight to Lorraine's closed eyes. And okay. then there's a gunshot and they pop open and we zoom back out and the room is dark and everyone else is still sitting with their eyes closed and we hear and she gets up and walks away a little bit and she looks back at the table. Her body is still sitting there with her eyes closed. Been there. <laughs> so you get it. You get I it. I do. <laughs> she goes upstairs and... In the hallway, a door creaks open to a bedroom, and there's a lady sitting on the side of the bed. And we hear, like, whispers of, like, kill her, kill her, shoot her, shoot her, kill her, kill her. No. And next to her is a guy, like, shot dead in the bed. And the lady kind of, like, creepily looks, and she's like, what did you do? And Lorraine oh, no. now holds, like, a invisible rifle, basically, and she cocks the gun 
and shoots invisibly. You know, it's, she's mining sure. basically. Right. It looks like, but then she shoots and the lady falls back shot. Oh dear. Now, That's some really impressive mime work. She should go to Patty because uh, <laughs> her space work was magnificent. <laughs> she goes to the next room and there's two little boys sleeping. Lorraine cocks the fake gun again, an invisible gun, and shoots them both. And now she turns back into the hallway and there's a mirror there. And in the mirror, mirror of her is a man holding a rifle. Uh-oh. I see what's you happening. See, you see. So she's kind of living in his life body. And right. they both cock the gun out like the same time. And back down at like the table, seance table, Lorraine is like starting to freak a little bit, you know, like her eyes are still closed, but she's kind of like, uh, uh, you know, and we hear whispers of like, shoot, kill, shoot, kill, shoot, kill back with like our no other Lorraine. She goes now into a little girl's room and shoots her. And then she's like, <gasps> As if she kind of like wakes up out of like a stupor almost. And at right. the table, table Lorraine also is like, <gasps> and Ed now notices that. So he's like, are you okay? Are you okay? But she still has her eyes closed. She's still in it. Lorraine right. up in the hallway is now freaking out. And she like just leans against the wall and starts sobbing. And then oh, no. we see across the hallway is a little kid with like glowing demon eyes. And he runs downstairs. Glowing demon eye kids. We have a creepy crap bag up in this piece. Oh, yes, ma'am. Creepy crap bag numero uno. Okay, here we go. She follows down the steps. At the table, Ed is kind of like trying to end it because like she's like freaking a little bit, but still in it. And she's kind of standing like right outside the room where the table is, but a door opens to the side of her, like in the house. And the little kid is standing there, and he runs away, and, and creepy crap bag kid giggles. Oh, <sighs> that's not funny. One Don't of the giggle most, at me. One of the most terrifying sounds in all the land. Yeah. So back at table, Lorraine is like, still has her eyes closed, and she's like, he wants to show me, he wants to show me. And so she follows into, follows little creepy crap bag demon kid into the basement. Okay. And... <clears throat> She's looking around. Question number one. Do yes. you follow creepy crap bag kids into the basement? No, you do not. <laughs> End of movie. See you Bye. next week. <laughs> See you next week. <laughs> this is being Kim and Kat say a lot. <laughs> so they're in the basement and she sees little kid laughing and he like runs away. So she follows and looking around and she turns and then all four kids are standing there with like blood um, gunshot wounds and um, little light up demon eyes and they oh, look God at her and all at the same time they turn their head and look at something ah. else and they're looking at something kind of covered in a sheet an old sheet basically she goes and pulls the sheet off of it it's a mirror so she stands a magic mirror 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 on the wall Fuck you, magic mirror. It is mirror, mirror. It has always been mirror, mirror. It always will be mirror, mirror. So she stands in front of it and looks in it. And behind her, 
back, back, far behind her is like a figure. And so she looks back in real life, nothing. She looks back to the mirror. There's a nun directly behind her. Get out of here, nun. Get out of here. So she looks behind her actual shoulder, nothing there. And then she turns and looks back. There's a nun right in front of her face, standing in front of her, and then starts to choke her. And she gets pushed (gasps) back. And then she, like, pulls the hands off, and it's, like, her own hands. And then to the side of her, there's this pile of, like, wooden chairs that just, like, burst apart. And they show a figure, like, a shadow of a man, basically. Like, a man is standing there, but we can't really see who it is. And then he's, like, all of a sudden kind of, like, struck with something from behind. And, like, his neck snaps back. She screams. And then Table Lorraine screams. So they wake her up. Okay. And so now she's awake. And now she's just, like, sobbing in Ed's arms. And she looks at him and she says, Ed, this is as close to hell as I ever want to get. Oh, damn. And then it says on screen, Ed and Lorraine Warren's investigation into the Amityville haunting sparked a media firestorm and catapulted them into the public eye. Meanwhile, a haunting that many would later compare to Amityville was unfolding thousands of miles away in Enfield, England. It would draw the Warrens into one of their most diabolical cases, based on the true story. Woohoo! The Conjuring Let's go. Two. Let's do this. <laughs> Actually, that was the wrong music. It immediately goes into London Calling. Boo, 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 boo. London Calling. And it's like a montage of England. England. I can't England. wait. I want to go to England. Big I want ben. to go to England. Buses. Bridges. England. Big. Uh, w- uh, couldn't name a single other British thing. Big Ben. You already said that one, didn't you? Was that the first thing I said? Oh, that's all I got yep. then. <laughs> yep. The London Eye. The Tower of Terror. No, Tower of Terror. Terror. That's not right. <laughs> that's. <laughs> Correct. That's, you know what? We need to move on from this. (laughs) Neither of us are doing well. (laughs) (laughs) The kids at now, oh, the kids at school. So the montage turns into seeing kids at school kind of outside playing and stuff like that. And we go around and we see two little girls, um, middle school. I'm going to go school age for these people. It felt easier. School age. Middle school age. And they are sitting on the steps. One of them is smoking. And she's all like talking about how she's going to sneak out the house with the two boys. And she wants Janet to come with her. And Janet's like. I'm sorry. Perhaps it's that we're not in the same room. What accent was that? Is she It was British. Was it? Okay. Maybe. Honestly, it might just be my headphones. It was British sure. light because I wasn't really trying to have the full on accent. It was just like a mini accent. A mini accent. British okay. light. That's what they call that. Proceed. So Proceed. Anyway, she's like, come sneak out with me. And our girl, Janet, is like, no, my mom would kill me, you know. And her friend is like, here, hold this cigarette. So Janet grabs it. And she's like, I need to give you back this spirit board that we made. 
which is basically a homemade Ouija board. Ooh. So at that moment, though, a teacher comes out and catches them, and Janet is the one holding the cigarette. Oh, crap. Even though she wasn't That's even smoking. why you never hold drugs for your friends. <laughs> Correct. So... <laughs> Unless it's in your <laughs> vagina. And then you'll be safe. So yeah, of course. The kids are now all getting out of school. And there's four siblings. So it's older sister Margaret, our friend Janet, middle brother Johnny, and then little baby brother Billy. Oh, uh, Billy! And, <laughs> and some, like, bully is like, what, 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 what's up, Billy? And Janet is like, <gasps> shut up, Peter. And Bill and the bully calls her like a lesbo. And then our little smoking friend comes out and she's like, who are you talking about? Your mom? And she pushes him like she's a <laughs> sassy, sassy queen. And I like this little bitch. The older sister tells little Billy um, he's a wanker. Just ignore him. And so little Billy is like, K-k-k-k-k-k. like he is a stutter. Oh, no stuttering. I can't do it. He is a stutter. So Too sad. Um, the kids now all walk home and they're like super cute. And we see on screen Hodgson Hodgson's residence. Hodgson. Hodgson? Hodgson. 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 Hodgson's easier when you say Hodgson? it British. Hodgson residence. Hodgson. Enfield England. Hello, Hodgson residence. <laughs> 1977. Ooh, okay. So that's when we are inside mom is on the phone and she's talking about having trouble paying the bills and all that and such and she is the only accent that I can do which is cockney so we can guess what kind of you know where these people are in the level of the society of having money or not things what's yep. that called you know a caste system so so socioeconomic standing class class right. correct So the kids come in and it gets like a little chaotic because mom is now pissed because she got a call like from school that Janet was smoking and everyone's kind of talking at once. And Janet's like, I wasn't, it was a lie. And her one brother is like, no, it's not. Everyone knows it's true. And this, uh, the little baby one is just like, mom, can I have a biscuit? I thought you said we'd have biscuits, but they're like, are no biscuits. And they're like, and they're all just like, and mom's like, well, I would have gotten biscuits, but we don't have any money. And, like, older sister Margaret, like, just doesn't say anything and, like, goes upstairs. So there's no biscuits, Billy. Yeah. There's no biscuits. So that's that's the house. And now it's nighttime, and it's, like, we're getting ready for bed. When we go up the stairs at the end of the hall, there's, like, a a makeshift, like, fort tent, basically. Like, it's basically just two sheets kind of hanging from the ceiling that have, like, a little triangular opening at the bottom. Um, Okay. That you can get in, and you know, and um, I guess uh, I think little little boy Billy is in there, and he's like playing, and so mom like brings him some biscuits, and it's just sweet, you know, because he's like, I thought we didn't, and she's like, oh, I needed to quit smoking anyway, basically, like she Aww. got him some biscuits. The, 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 thanks for the biscuits, mom. Oh, you're such a good little cartoon British person, boy. So I'm working on my voices. I'm actually making a voiceover reel. So I'm working I, on some little kid voices. I really think you should. I'm not just blowing smoke up your ass because I love you. I'm working on it. I think you're amazing. And thanks. Um, I mean, it's no chainsaw sounds, but it's it's pretty great. 
honestly, that's what's been keeping me from doing it because I'm just like, what's the point? I'll never have a chainsaw sound. Fair. Fair. I mean, I, I get that. And I, I just want you to know that you can do it. And, and I believe in you. Thank you. Even though, you know. I won't have I, a chainsaw I, sound. Yeah. It's tough. Yeah. It's Thank tough. You. I get I appreciate it. your, I appreciate your vote of confidence. Where are we? What's so happening? In the, so basically the two little boys share a room and the two girls share a room. Okay. So in the girls' room, Janet's sitting on her bed and she has the spirit board. Let me just tell you that if, if a Ouija board was in any way scary, the only scarier thing is a homemade goddamn Ouija board that is basically oh. cut out letters like a fucking serial killer ransom note ransom situation note. Oh. made oh. with like the little ends of pencils for the little that goes on the circular like the oh. thing in the middle it has just three pencils yeah. around it that ugh, <laughs> I was like Remember terrifying. We knew what that thing was called a planchette planchette sounds correct i think it is i think we went over this okay that sounds creepy and scary great right so margaret sits down and plays with her and margaret's like are there any spirits here that want to communicate with us nothing and then janet says is dad ever coming home oh shit yeah uh still nothing sadness yeah and um janet's like are there any spirits here still nothing and so older sister margaret is just like it's just a stupid game it isn't real and so janet just puts it under her bed doesn't fucking say goodbye doesn't turn the planchette over or anything just plops it right under (sighs) we know the rules and she broke them first she's smoking now she's breaking ouija board rules so now it's night night time and we just it's like dark everyone's asleep in the house it's just like a clock ticking which is my fucking nightmare (laughs) my most hated things in all the land and like i (laughs) ketron knows this i don't put (laughs) ketron's i feel like the moment you figured it out like you didn't know for the longest time you were just like one day you were like your clock's not working and i was like yeah no my clocks never work i don't put but you have clocks I like the look of the clocks and I set them all to 11-11 and that's where they live. That is bordering on a level of insanity that makes me uncomfortable. (laughs) They're a nice decorative piece, but the sound of a ticking clock, if you want insanity, for me, that is the sound of a ticking clock. I want to lose my mind. That's in your kitchen. I'm picturing it as just the one that like hangs in a classroom at school. I don't know. I haven't tried. You no, no, like no. It's I'm like saying a constant like constant movement instead of a click, click. No, click. no, no. I'm saying like it's it's you didn't pick like a gilded designed clock. Oh, oh like oh. you just pick. But I don't like want one a, that a just gilded seems- design clock would look like garbage in here. That looks cute. Exactly. That's the look I want it to be. Anyway, mom and dad are fighting. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I hate the sound of a clicking talk. Clicking talk. <laughs> <laughs> clicking talk. And I hate I'm the sound on. of a clicking talk too. <laughs> Go, that's how I feel about a clicking talk. I can't even speak anymore. (laughs) Okay. So uh, Janet is in bed and she's kind of like moving a little bit. And we just zoom in really, really close to her face. And then she wakes up and we zoom out and she's downstairs on the floor in the living room. No, ma'am. 
no ma'am no ma'am she hears a noise and now we go up into the girls room margaret margaret is asleep and we hear like the door handle kind of like turning back and forth a little and then there's a loud pounding on the door so she wakes up and she sees that janet's gone and it's again like bang 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 so she gets up goes outside of her room looks around the hallway and then janet walks around the corner in the hallway and they're both kind of like just like asleep basically at this point so margaret's like why are you pounding on the door and she's and janet's just like i'm not and they go to bed like you know it's just like right, a, okay yeah so now mom and peggy neighbor i i don't think they're all named peggy i don't know what i did there they but <laughs> I, I think Every, I didn't everyone know. in this movie is named peggy i think i didn't know because margaret is actually a form of peggy too it is, yeah. My mom's name is Mar like <laughs> Margaret. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just gonna call her Mum and then Peggy Neighbor. So that's their names now. Okay, so great. They're doing laundry in the basement. The way you get to the basement is an outside door. So you go out the back door of the house, like the kitchen door, okay. and then there's like a little steps. So you go down the steps, and then there's just another door. So that's how you get to Got the it. basement. Got it. Got it. Um, and they're talking about how Janet was smoking and she's not listening anymore. Da, 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 da. But mom like feels bad because she's like, it's not her fault. She's like her dad leaving. Like she really, really took it hard basically. Right. And yeah, like she's just talking about how she feels like a really bad mom right now because it's just Aww. too much. And so she's putting laundry and all these things, whatever. And then fucking water squirts in her face out of the fucking washing machine. Like it's broken. Oh, for fuck's sake. So now we cut to Evan Lorraine on a talk show and we're basically like on set of it being filmed. And it's like those two sitting with like some other guy who's some type of a doctor or expert or something, blah, blah, blah. And he, that guy saying that Amityville was a hoax pretty much. Okay. And Ed starts defending it and then he gets like passionately defensive. And so afterwards he's all heated and Lorraine's like, take a breath. And he's like, I know, I know. Count to 10. Count to 10. Um, but they're like really cute kind of, um, but he's just like passionate about what they're doing. And that guy was like calling them a liar basically. And like what right. Lorraine does saying that she's a liar. So, um, back to the house, uh, Janet and little Billy brother, they have one of those toys that is like the shape of a lampshade, but it has little slits in it. And so yep. when it spins around, you can see inside. You can see the movie. Exactly. And I so know exactly what you're saying. This is called the Crooked Man toy. And so inside you see like a little crooked man talking and then it plays a song and there's like a whole little like poem for it basically. And so okay. they're doing this so he can help with his stutter. So she plays it and then they sing it together. And he's and so, oh, cute. so he can like just keep saying all the words, you know, and then he like messes up and she's like, it's OK. And they like do it again. And it's like really sweet. Cute. Actually. And so um, mom sees this and um, and she like comes in. Then he like gets it right. And mom sees it and she comes in and claps and they like eat some biscuits. And now it's like off to bed. And so it's like really sweet. And they like clearly, yeah. you know, love each other. Now it's night, night time. Little boy Billy walks downstairs, goes to the kitchen and like um, gets himself a glass of water. And right there's a window right above the sink that goes to like a swing set outside, kind of like an old rusty swing set. And it's just like one swing is kind of lightly, lightly swaying with a light. Oh my God. A light creak, you know. 
Love it. Why are swings so scary? I don't know. I uh, I don't I forgot to tell you that this is the movie that at one point in time I was like so I started a movie I wrote down about like 10 pages of it and then stopped because I think it was like the night before we were recording and it was like just too scary I think and too long like I was like uh like I panicked that's right (laughs) yeah yeah I remember you saying that like I it was a long time ago so I don't even know like where those notes are I just started over fresh because I was oh god (laughs) you poor thing (laughs) I was just like this is too scary I need to watch something else (laughs) watch this during the daytime so (laughs) Um, cut back up to Janet and she's kind of tossing and turning and like talking in her sleep and she's like no stop it help stop it and and Margaret hears and she wakes up and she's like Janet you're dreaming Janet and so now Janet's quiet and so Margaret lays back down and kind of like closes her eyes and then we just hear this is my house no it's not and Janet and then Janet's voice is like no it's not go away And Margaret now turns and sees Janet is like sitting up with her back to Margaret. And she's kind of talking like to the side, like at someone sort of that we don't see. Nope. And Janet's like, who are you? What do you want? And we hear, or like, what are you doing here? And we hear playing a game with little boy Billy. No, thank you. No, thank you. And Janet's like, leave Billy alone. Question number one, you are Margaret. What do you do? What does she do? Okay, so Margaret is the one that's talking to something that we can't see. No, that's Janet. Janet is talking to someone we can't see. Margaret is the older sister. Older sister Margaret, yeah. Okay. And Billy is in another room. Yeah, Billy is. We don't, yeah. We assume Billy's sleeping if we're the girls. Uh... I think I'm going to pull Janet into Billy's room to go check on Billy together and then go tell my mom that my sister's possessed and we should throw her out. Okay. What does she do? Uh, she try- tries to like shake Janet out of her trance and is like, damn it, Janet. That's a deep cut from Rocky Horror Picture Show. <laughs> okay. Was that two bells? That was two bells. Double day. Congratulations, me. So Margaret is just like, Janet, who are you talking to? And Janet, and she kind of like gets up and goes over to her and like looks at where Janet is looking, like into the nothing corner, shadow, right. darkness. And she's like, wake up. And, um, Janet says, and then we hear Janet's voice, because we're still just behind Janet the whole time, so we hear Janet's voice be like, tell my, I'm going to tell my mom if you don't stop, and then we hear, I'll break her neck. She'll be dying with Billy. Don't do this. And so Margaret shakes her awake, and she, she's just like, Janet, you're like sleeping, you're whatever, sleep talking, and so she like lays her back down, and she goes back to sleep. And she just kind of, like, glances over at, like, the empty dark corner and then goes back to bed. But she, like... Can you fucking imagine trying to go back to sleep after that? Like, no. there's no fucking way. No. Ah! There is no fucking way. 
no um so she kind of gets back in bed but lays down with like her back to janet and just closes her eyes and then we hear janet say stay away from billy oh margaret opens her eyes janet is standing right next to her and like right next to her bed what the fuck janet and Janet is just like, leave us alone. And Margaret's like, there's no one here. And we hear like a, a whisper of like, this is my house. And so oh Margaret now. But that of, whisper's not coming from Janet, right? Like it's it's not uh, like coming from out of Janet's mouth. We're not seeing Janet's mouth really. So I don't okay. know. Okay. Okay. Got it. And Margaret slowly turns and like looks behind her, like in the dark, kind of where like Janet's looking. And she, like, turns the light on slowly. There's no one there. And so Janet just, like, turns and get back, gets back into bed like nothing. And so what Margaret now just, like, goes to turn the light back off and thinks better of it and uh, keeps the light on and lays back down. <laughs> uh, I mean, at least she kept the light on still. But, like, how are you laying back down? How are Terrifying. you not running out of the house screaming? So now little boy Billy's downstairs and he walks back upstairs and passes like by the living room. And so I'm going to describe the living room to you. So on the wall that's closest to the kitchen is like the TV basically. And then there's going to be across from that a couch basically in the middle of the room. Okay. And then there's like some space behind it that's just like a window to the front yard. And okay. in the corner closest to the front door is like this like looks like a reclining chair, like an old brown leather scratched up reclining chair that like rocks basically. Okay. And so he's walking by that because he has to go like ter- like towards the front door and then up the stairs. He doesn't see anything, but we see um, like a man sitting in that like recliner chair. Sir? In the Sir. dark. Sir. Excuse me, sir. Excuse me, sir. Please leave. So at the top of the stairs, he fucking walks into his little toy truck, fire truck, and it makes like a rear, rear, rear noise. Um, and so he turns it off and he kicks it back inside his little fort tent at the end of ah, the hall. Yes. The little, he just kicks it like into the, um, but it's like when you see it, it's just like a darkness inside this little triangle, basically. So he just like puts yeah. it back. He just rolls it back in there and Got then it. goes back down the hallway. So he's like directly at the other end of the hallway um, and gets into bed. And as he's like starting to get into bed, he hears a little like, Woo! and he looks back down the hall. Nothing's there. He gets back into bed, looks again, nothing, gets into bed and lays down. And then the fire truck is on and comes what? right to his room. Right no, next to his no. bed. No, see, this is why This is why you don't buy your children toys. Oh, well, question two, you have. And you are that children. Childled. Ild. Ild. What do you do? What does he do? Uh uh, are are we positing that I am a child of child age? You are a, like a first grader. Okay. 
I'm going to go run into my mom's room and be like, can you fucking deal with my fucking haunted toy mom, please? And may I have a biscuit? Uh, <laughs> what am like, I'm just going to talk to mom about this. Uh, and then what am and uh, okay. He goes into mom's room. He also goes, we're going to do that hand in hand, but I am going to go one extra step and I'm going to throw the fire truck out the window. Goodbye. One dingling. Point for you. Yeah. Maybe get some help. I don't know. Yeah. It's I would like some help. It's the middle of the fucking night. He gets out of bed, picks it up, turns it off and slowly walks back down the creaky fucking hallway to the fort tent and then just pushes the truck back in and then slowly the truck comes back out these kids are either really fucking brave or fucking idiots and so he gets closer to the tent. Bah! There's this massive scream. And so he runs no. to his mom's room and he's like stuttering that he's like, there's someone in my tent. There's someone in my tent. And so she gets up and she goes and looks. The tent is empty. And she's like, you just had a bad dream. It's okay. And then they hear some noises downstairs. You're now mom. What do you do? What does she do? I, so I do hear noises downstairs. Mm-hmm. Are they could are they noises that could be made by a human? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're okay. Nothing. They. I would assume that they're human. Probably. Like it's just okay. like maybe something moving around, basically. Okay. Uh, I am going to get all of my kids up and lock them in a closet upstairs and be like, "Don't move. Hide." D- stay in there then I'm gonna get something heavy and or sharp uh and I'm gonna go downstairs and investigate uh wait what time period are we do I have a phone do phones exist I think have in phones 1977 been phones existed I'm okay betting there's like you know one in the kitchen like it's right, right, right right where the, it is okay I'm locking my kids in the closet and then I'm going to go downstairs with something sharp and or bat like uh and I'm going to get to the phone and call the police but like on the way I'm going to be like who's here uh what does she do I think she goes downstairs to investigate but doesn't do all that other stuff yeah yeah, I mean, you gotta, if you're gonna go investigate, you need to, you need to bring a weapon. Let's be real. Clearly, yeah. And I get that, like, she, you're right, she probably doesn't have, like, a phone in every room, so you're gonna have to call the police for help, but you're gonna have to, like, get to the kitchen. So, yeah, I get it. Okay. So, mom tells little boy to go to his room. She looks downstairs, and it's kind of like, creak, 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 is, like, what we're hearing. And she starts to go down the steps and the recliner is moving. Nope. And she turns on a light. It's Janet sleeping. Janet? In the recliner. I'm going to need Janet to get her fucking shit together and stop being a creepy crap bag piece (laughs) of shit. Otherwise, I'm throwing this bitch out the window with the fire truck. (laughs) 
wow, Kedron's going to be a great mom. Great mom. You know who doesn't get fucking possessed? Cats. That's all I'm saying. Are you sure? So. I'm positive. She wakes Janet up and and Janet just kind of mumbles like, oh, I must have been sleepwalking again. And mom's like, again? And then mom is like, are you okay? And she like touches, you know, her forehead and she's like, oh, you're burning up. Like, let's let's go upstairs. And so they walk upstairs, but we kind of see that the recliner is still like moving a little bit. So now it's the next day. It's like pouring fucking rain and thunder outside. Janet, because she was kind of sick, is home now alone. Mm-hmm. So she's watching TV on the couch. And the price is right. <laughs> isn't that? Oh, my gosh. That's so stay homesick material. Yep. It's the best. Uh, she's watching like a comedy Christmas special sort of thing. And then the channels start changing. So she nope. changes it back and puts the remote kind of right next to her on the couch. And then the channel changes again. So then she picks up, goes to pick up the remote. It's not fucking there. So she what? looks around in the couch and then the phone rings. It's her mom like checking in. And so they're talking, whatever. And she looks over and the, rec- the recliner is kind of like right next to her. Like the phone is on the other side of the wall. And um, the remote is sitting on the re- recliner chair. <gasps> No, ghosts that steal remotes are such petty assholes. That would be so annoying. What if you had a ghost that was just like hiding your shit? I'd be so mad. I feel like the ghost is just like, bitch, I don't want to watch this. I want to watch Love Island. Come on. Love Island. Oh, my God. I just got a glimpse into Kim as a ghost. (laughs) That is amazing. Uh, Well, question number four. What do you do? What does she do? I'm a little, I'm little baby Janet. You're little baby Janet. Am I on the phone with my mom? You're on the phone with your mom. I'm going to be like, mom, listen, there's a fucking ghost that keeps stealing the remote. I don't like this. I'm running out the door to the neighbors. Bye. See you never. I'm out of here. I'm not coming back till you deal with this ghost situation. Uh, what does she do? She is currently on the phone with her mom. Maybe I think maybe she says, like, someone's here with me. And her mom's like, you have a fever. Go back to bed. Goodbye. One ding-a-ling. One ding-a-ling dong. Point for you. I, yeah, Kay. we got to talk about this. You got to yeah. talk about it. Yes, yeah. we can't just sweep this under the recliner because the recliner is haunted. Yes, so. don't live alone under your own recliner. We need, no, please we need don't. to get help. Ask for yeah. help. She doesn't say anything. Fuck. She's just kind of like, okay, will you be home soon? You know, and hangs up. And so she like grabs it really quickly and like runs back and sits on the couch. And she's clearly fucking terrified. She like slowly does like a look back at the chair. Nothing's there. And then she's watching TV and it goes to static. So God damn it. More of the trying to use the remote. Nothing happens. So she gets up and moves the rabbit ears on the TV. Oh, yeah. And like hits it. The TV shuts off. In that moment, the reflection of the blank TV, she sees the chair behind her and there's an old man sitting in the chair. No, (laughs) I reject that. I'm out of here. Good fucking bye forever. 
I'm a runaway now. I live on the street. I'm I'm out. So she looks back. There's no one there. But the remote is like midair and drops to the floor. God. So now she's just like. (laughs) And we hear my house. And then a creepy old man is right behind her screaming in her ear with like demon eyes. So she like screams and falls to the floor and the TV comes back on and she screams again. Cut to Lorraine waking up in bed and she, um, Ed's not there. So she goes to find him and he's in his um, office or study or whatever painting. And he's like, I couldn't sleep. I had this crazy dream and I just like couldn't get it out of my head. And I saw this thing in it. And so she, he's like, I thought if I just like painted it, um, you know, I could get it out. It would get out of my brain. Yes. I forgot to tell you with this today's today's game, you get the opportunity for three, one, two, three bonus points. Wowzers. I love some bonus points. Wow. So that's like a six dollar pizza, mister. (laughs) So she looks at the painting. Bonus point number one. What is he drawing? What what's he draw, what's he painting? Yeah, painting. A recliner in an old house. Final answer. No points. God damn it. He is painting the nun. The nun. That she saw. That yep, that was my first answer. I didn't listen to my gut. I went with something weird and now my pizza is not $6 anymore. Been there, girl. I feel you. So, yeah, she saw it in a vision and now he had a creepy dream about it. But shit, she doesn't say anything like that really. She just has like she's like, "Oh fuck." to herself. And so, why are people talking to themselves? Talk to each other. They sit down at like the kitchen table and she's like, we need to stop. No more new cases. Like we can do lectures or whatever, but no more new cases. And he's kind of wow. like, like, why, you know, like, like what's up, you know, like, is it like the publicity, you know, et cetera, et cetera. And then like behind them, like a little girl with like long hair and a nightgown, like walks in a different room and like walks into the kitchen and then like hugs and kisses them. Hello. And I'm like, Oh, it's her daughter. It's their daughter. They have a daughter. Oh, and I, I not literally a ghost. was like, they just okay. have a ghost child living in their house, but nope, they just have a living child. And it like was a living, a living child. Yeah. I no, I like that both you and I went, Oh, a ghost child. No, no one would like, ever willingly have I'm, a child in their home. Of course, it's a ghost, clearly. I just figured Ed and Lorraine, they just hang out with them, you know? So yeah. Yeah, sure. Is she Lorraine though is like, do you trust me? And he's like, you know, I do. And she's like, please just trust me now. And he's like, okay. So back to the family, Janet, it's like nighttime. She's tying a jump rope around her wrist and tying it to the bed in case of, um, sleepwalking. Sleepwalking. Got it. So she goes to bed, goes to sleep. Thud. Janet's now on the floor next to her bed and she hears like a pounding on the door. Margaret, older sister Margaret had gone to sleep with headphones on. So she's just still asleep with headphones on. 
Ah, crap. Question five. You are Janet. What do you do? What does she do? Am I still tied to the bed? Yeah, by a jump rope that you tied yourself. Like, it's not like... So I can easily... Okay. Yeah. And someone's banging on the door. Uh, am I closer to the door or is... Uh, or she is... is, actually. So it's like doorway, then Margaret's bed, then Janet's bed. Okay. Uh, and you're like in the middle between the two beds. I am going to fucking wake up my sister and be like, let's have a discussion about the pounding on the door. If you can't hear it, that's a whole other thing that we need to discuss. If you can hear it, we also need to have a discussion about that and deal with this. But I'm going to wake her up and include her in my process. What does she do? Uh, Does she go and open the door like a fucking idiot yeah she's a fucking idiot (laughs) we need to talk about our ghost we cannot let's talk about ghosts baby let's talk about you and me let's talk about all the ghosties and the baddies in this house let's talk about ghosts let's talk about ghosts talk about your ghost So Janet unties herself and slowly goes to the door. She peeks out into the hallway and she's like, mom, Johnny. And she looks down towards the fucking creepy fort tent and now tries like a light switch in the hallway. It doesn't fucking turn on. So she grabs a flashlight from the bookshelf she's next to and she starts walking downstairs in the dark with a fucking flashlight. Oh, my God. And we hear some kind of noises. She looks down in the living room. No one's in the chair. And it starts rocking. Fuck this fucking chair. So now she runs back upstairs to the bedroom, her bedroom, closes the door, and she grabs just like a regular wooden chair that's in the room. And she puts it like under the handle, you know? Yes. To keep it kind of locked. And she gets into bed and lays down with like her back to the door. And it's just like, you know, and she hears behind her the door creak open. Oh, for fuckity fuck's sake. So she slowly tries to look. The chair is directly next to her bed. Uh, uh, (laughs) And then that was me hanging myself. I'm done. I'm out. Goodbye. I know. Let's talk about our ghosts. I am swan diving out the window. Where's the window? And then um, the door fully creaks open. Question six. What does she do? What do you do? I swan dive out the window. Goodbye. Uh, You've given up already? I mean, I'll let the wind take me. I don't know. If I'm meant to live, if I'm meant to survive that fall, then that is my destiny. Take me. I I just I'm not going to be in this room anymore and I'm certainly not crossing the threshold of haunting that I just saw the door open from. Uh so what other choice do I have but to jump out the window? Uh That's what I'm doing. Does she wake up her fucking sister and is like the all of our chairs are haunted? The end. Uh 0 points. Fuck. Jumping out the window doesn't get me any points of staying alive. 
cool. doesn't cool, keep cool, you cool, alive. Cool. No. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I was picturing that I would just like land. I run think away. you would land. <laughs> I think on I your think face. That's that's the issue. You would land. And I wouldn't be taken away on the wind. <laughs> Look, I'm no wind scientist, but I don't think so. Okay. So she just like she still has her flashlight. So she just like sits in bed and she like just shines the flashlight out through the doorway, like into the darkness. And then Mm -hmm. slowly, like, we hear footsteps, like, slowly coming closer and closer and closer. And so she just, like, hides under the blanket with the flashlight. She's fucking terrified. And we just hear, like, footstep, footstep, Mm -hmm. closer, closer. And then, like, a man, like, breathing. No. And then the blanket is ripped off her. So she starts screaming and freaking out. And then Margaret wakes up, like, what the fuck is going on? And Janet's like, there's someone in the room. And Margaret's like, what? No, there's not. No one's in the room. And then both their beds start shaking, moving up and down. So the girls both scream. They both freak out. Mom wakes up. The girls run into her room. And Janet had gotten, got bit on her shoulder. There's like a bite mark. Oh, dear. No, ma'am. So they're like, there's someone in their room. So mom goes to look and she like looks inside the closet. She looks under the beds and under the bed, she finds the fucking homemade Ouija board and she rips it up and she's like, oh, so this is why I can't get any sleep because you two have been scaring the fuck out of each other with this fucking Ouija board. You're not fucking wrong, mom. And so now like the two girls are in the room with her. The two boys are out in the hallway just kind of watching because they clearly got woken up too. And then mom is just like, get back to bed. The lot of you. At the that, lot of you. At that moment, the dresser moves across the room and slams the door shut. Great. I'm throwing away all of our furniture, all of my children's toys, and myself out the window. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, is that your answer to question number seven? Um, what do you do and what do they do? Uh, move. I move. Goodbye. Uh, no, I'm, we're all going to go to the neighbor's house. I'm going to Aunt Peggy's house. Uh, I'm not doing this. I'm not going to be here anymore. Uh, and then I'm going to call the ghost police and have them deal with this. Uh, what do they do? So she just saw the dresser, I don't know, blow up or what did it do? It just moved across, moved across the room, room and like against the door, like slammed the door shut. So they all saw it move basically. Okay. So I'm going to get these little bitches out of their room. Uh, she gets them out of the room. She's like, maybe we don't sleep in this room. And then they all go to sleep in her room. No, fuck it. Let's all go to the neighbors. Let's ev- All of us are going to the neighbors. Ooh, yes! That was a good switch, Lauren Ketron Porter Martin. Yes! <laughs> The whole family, like, it's just, like, cut to the entire family running outside of the house across the street to neighbor Peggy's house. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Knock, knock. Yeah. So now they're all, like, get the fuck out of there. Get the fuck out of there. So, yeah. Now, and then call the ghost police. I'm with you. I don't know their number, but I bet there's got to be one. Maybe it's the church. So. I don't know the number to the ghost police. Somebody knows the number Somebody to the ghost police. Somebody knows though. the number. If we hashtag talk about our ghosts, we can right? figure that out. So the neighbor Vic is, so it's 
Peggy and Vic are the neighbors. Um, okay. Vic, well, we as- definitely Vic, maybe Peggy, but those are the neighbors. Maybe Peggy. Got it. So husband Vic went over and like check the house because they it's kind of like someone's in the house sort of thing still you know what I mean like right uh, we're not really understanding what's going on sure sure he's coming back and he's like I checked no one's there and at this point this is adorable and honestly a wonderful idea that I'm not sure is utilized enough so the neighbor's dog is like ringing a little bell that's like nailed to the door that's like dog height. And okay. little Billy is like, what's he doing? And they're like, oh, we trained him to ring the bell when he needs to go out. Well, isn't that fucking genius? Yeah. Fucking wow. Are you kidding me? Wow. That's yeah. really impressive. Yeah. So he's got a little bell by the front door and the back door. Wow. How adorable. And then at that point, um, so Billy lets him out the front door and they see a cop car pull up outside of their house across the street. And um, the ghost police, <laughs> the go- Hello, ghost police, the husband Vic is like, oh, I called them because he's like, it must be someone like playing a joke on you or something. You know, we have to figure it out. So now inside the house is like two, two cops, um, mom and husband Vic neighbor. And so they're looking through the house. They literally look under the beds. They do all the things. And now they're in the kitchen. They've looked through everything. They're asking her questions. And they all kind of hear some, like, noises in the house, kind of, like, pounding sounds or even, like, weird moving, like, if you were moving furniture across the floor upstairs kind of thing, you know? And this ghost is not shy. No. So they are, like, they kind of like go out into the hallway from the kitchen and like one of the cops like looks at the wall and she's like, bring me a chair. So they bring a chair from the kitchen to the hallway and she like goes like, and like, she's like, it's coming from like inside the wall. And they're like, she gets off the chair and they're kind of like, I mean, is it like mice maybe? But this is like a loud sound that does not sound like tiny mice. And then at that moment, the chair moves down the hallway and back into the kitchen, back to the table. Um, I'm throwing all my chairs in a bonfire. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. you're a chair, you're getting burned, bitch. Cut to the cops leaving, being like, oh, well, nothing we could do here. Not our yep. department. Cheerio. But they're literally just like, we'll follow it, file a report. Like, see you later. Bye-bye. One of the cops kind of like, because mom is just like, what the fuck do I do, though? Like, what? And one of the cops pulls her aside, and she's like, I think this is kind of beyond us. But she's like, but I'm, I'll tell my priest at church to um, give you a call, basically. Okay. So now we're back at the Warren house, and we're, like, pretty much in, I can assume, is the living room. Lorraine's just sitting okay. on the couch. And the coffee table in front of her little daughter, who's not a ghost, is, like, playing with beads or something. Bees! 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 Bees. I just watched Guys, it the other day. Guys, we... That is the... We'll have to find... There's, like, a 10-second clip on YouTube of just that part of the scene. We have to share that. It's, like, my favorite thing ever. It's from Arrested Development, playing if you bees? haven't seen it. Bees? 
beads. Beads? <laughs> Job's not on board. Uh, so the and then Lorraine is kind of like she has like a Bible on her lap and her like her head is kind of down in her eyes. It looks like maybe she's either like kind of dozing off or reading. It was hard to tell. Um, but she kind of like looks up and her daughter is no longer in front of her. And she goes out into the hallway and the daughter is standing there just like staring down the hallway and like the girl is just like what is that and she just holds her arm out and like points forward and at the end of the hall is the nun who's just standing there staring at them and then like walks away fuck this fucking nun get the fuck out of my house nun and so i want none of it now that's that so (laughs) self high five (laughs) so lorraine is like go back in the other room and she goes down the hallway and into the room where the painting is so at this point the painting is like up on the wall and in the easel is actually another painting and it looks like the house, like it looks like the cover of the first conjuring where it's like that tree with the house in the distance kind of thing behind it. Yes. I know exactly what you mean. So, um, she starts looking around and she like looks at the nun painting fucking creepy as fuck. It's kind of dark. So there's a lamp kind of next to it. She like turns the lamp on and then she hears a noise startles all of a sudden loud behind her a tape player had started playing and it's like a children's choir singing christmas no music. no 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 <laughs> goodbye children no 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 this is a uh, creepy crap bag number 572 of this movie yeah there's too many creepy crap bags in this movie so she stops the recorder player and the Conjuring 1 painting kind of like, um, oh, no, excuse me. She stops the player, and then the lamp goes out. So she slowly walks back towards the nun face and turns the light on. And then she starts to go to the door to leave. The door slams shut. And then all like Fuck this. the window coverings all slam shut. No. And then the Conjuring One painting kind of starts to like shake a little bit. So nope. she looks at it and like the wall behind it now has a shadow of a nun that walks all the way down the side of the room to the corner to the other side of the room to the nun painting. And stops right at the nun. So the nun painting is basically like chest up. So it's like right. face to chest. So it stops. Yes. Right in it, basically. Yeah. I'm going to need this to get the fuck out of my life. This is terrible. <laughs> I don't want to like be it? here. You don't like the nun? No. No. I don't like the nun. And I'm also like, I'm dealing with old man and a recliner ghost. I don't have space for 
nun painting ghost as well. Okay. It's kind of like what we're dealing with now with the pandemic and then murder right. hornets. Too much. I can't do this. Too much. I can't do too It's too much. Right. Cool, cool, cool. So then little tiny fingers, white creepy fingers start crawling around the side of the painting on each side. And she's just standing in front of it like, ah. And then the nun runs at her, holding the painting basically as its face. And the mouth in the painting roars open with like creepy fucking pointy scary teeth. And she gets pushed back. And when she's pushed back, she falls into a pile of boxes. And she's in that basement again now. And the nun in that is now in the basement and like peeks around a corner at her and she's like, who are you? And the nun just screams and she's like, tell me who you are. And now, um, Lorraine at home, who's sitting on the couch with her Bible in front of her starts scratching with a pen into the Bible, like, like writing shit in the Bible, like, but really quickly. I don't understand why you keep telling me things that I don't want to hear. I don't understand why you won't let me leave. Why? Why won't? Why do you keep doing this? I just I love you so much. I just want to tell you this okay. story. This bedtime okay. story. So now, okay, fucking daughter sees this and she's like, "Are you okay?" And then back to the basement, and Lorraine is like, "What do you want? What do you want?" And the nun points at something, and she points to that fucking pile of chairs that break open. And this time, the figure that we see that's there is Ed. And he looks at her and says, I'm sorry, Lorraine. And then all of a sudden, like a pointy thing, like shoots through him from the back, like through his chest, oh. basically. And Lorraine. Oh, wakes fuck. Up. Oh, fuck me. God damn it. And she like hugs her daughter and looks at her Bible that has like writing scratched all into it, like aggressively. Right. Cut to our family. Mom is walking home and she's approached on the street by a, a TV show man who's like, hey, do you want to talk about your disturbances on TV? Because there was a police report about it. So that's how I fucking know everything. Oh, right, right, right. And at first she's not into it. But then he's like, um, getting your story out like might be the only way to help. Cut to the TV show. And so it's, like, interviews with, like, a crossing guard who saw fucking Janet floating in the window or something. And then, like, a photographer what? who, like, saw Lego bricks, like, floating around the room and, like, one hit him in the face or something like that. Cut to, like, the two cops that saw the chair move. And then we have our two experts. So okay. one is Maurice Gross. And he's an engineering consultant for the Society of Psychical Research. Psychical? Psychical? I believe, yeah. That sounds like a made-up word <laughs> that you messed up. <laughs> I mean, I watched with Wetchamahoozits on, and it said psychical. It was actually hard for me to understand the word because they were speaking in British. But right. it said psychical. And, then I was like, and I was like, is this supposed to be physical? But then I was like, I think it means psychical. So that's why I right. wrote. All right. And here we are. A believer. He is just like... There is no doubt. I mean, the number of documented incidents around this is just staggering. And then we have our other expert, Anita Gregory. 
she is a parapsychologist and lecturer and she's like the main people involved in this are all children and children can be very ingenious pranksters Mm. so she Mm -hmm. is not a believer and pieces of shit and creepy crap bags yep And she's like, in the center of it is an 11-year-old girl, Janet. So now we're doing an interview with Janet and Margaret. It's in their home. So the two of them are sitting on the couch. And we have both our experts are there. Um, The interview guy, like a camera guy and like a fucking, you know, camera crew around in the living room. And they're kind of talking about, like, you know, what is it like living in a haunted house, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And the girls are like, well, it's been getting worse worse since we started talking to it. Kind of like, you know, asking it questions and stuff like that. And, they're like, the guy's like, ooh, could we do it now, you know? And they're like, sure. And he's like, okay, anybody there? Nothing. But of course it, like, not. Idiot. <laughs> idiot. So they kind of are just, like, at doing different things. But at that moment, and it kind of starts like rubbing her neck a little bit. Like she's like, a li- like just keeps rubbing her neck and like moving her neck around. And then she looks down and she starts growling. No. And then the lights flicker. And then she's just like looking down the whole time, basically. So now talking to Janet, basically it has this voice. Stop calling me Janet. Janet sleeps and I'm talking. And the interview is like, who are you? And it just kind of growls and laughs evilly. And Maurice is like, (laughs) Catherine has a very disgusted face. (laughs) She's very upset. Maurice is like, what's your name? What's your name? And he's like, you don't belong here. This is my home. Get out now. And Maurice is like, it's not your home. And he's like, what's your name and he says knock knock and they're all like that's not a name idiot (laughs) they're like fuck it who's there all right and he says bill 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 (laughs) and they're like bill who and he says my name is bill wilkins and i'm 72 years old I come from the grave. And Maurice is like, how did you die? And he's like, I went blind, had a hemorrhage and fell asleep and died in the chair in the corner. That's why I told you to burn that chair. Get that chair out of here. Why did you buy a house with a permanent chair in it? Why did you buy it? Get rid of that chair. Burn that chair. (laughs) Maurice is like, why did you come here? And he says, I like to hear them scream. And then he laughs. And mom. Bill's kind of an asshole. No. You think? And then mom is like like freaking out. And she's just like, leave us alone. And at this point, Janet has demon eyes and like gets up off the couch and is like, shut up, you old cow. Rude. And then Rude. Janet takes like some breaths and is like back to normal. And she's like, I'm sorry. And like runs off. This is not how I want to spend my time in a haunted house. Goodbye. So now um, 
we see kind of just like a newspaper in the street about like the house of strange happenings. So like people are hearing about it. Now we're at the neighbor's house and they're all staying there. They're just fucking sleeping in the living room, setting up their beds. And sure. na- neighbor Peggy is just like, you can stay here as long as you like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And little Billy comes in and he's like, mom, you know, trying to talk to her, but she's setting up beds. She's like, you know, get, go get ready for bed. Da, da, da. And he's like, I thought you might like some biscuits. He brings her some oh, biscuits. I would like some biscuits, <laughs> Billy. Biscuits. And then they have a little hug and it's just fucking adorable. I mean, fucking adorable. Billy, Billy biscuit. So now it's night, night time. Uh, we see in the tent the crooked man toy starts playing on its own and playing the fucking song. Oh. And like, again, don't buy your kids toys because they'll get haunted. We see it, the little, we are now like looking through the little slits or whatever and we see the little crooked man like walking or whatever and then it just goes to blank. Like he's not in it anymore. Fuck. Back to our family sleeping and we hear a little ring-a-ding, ring-a-ding. Little boy Billy wakes up. Ring-a-ding-ding. We know what that is. And so he gets up and he's like, he's gonna, you know, he like looks at the bell at the front door. He's not there. And we hear a little ring-a-ding. So he goes to the back door and he's like, Baron? Baron? (laughs) And Baron is like. So cute. So cute. Baron is sitting at the back door, just staring at the door, growling. Oh, God damn it. So little boy Billy opens the door. And then at this moment, the dog, legs get longer, arms get longer, and he turns into a tall, creepy, crooked man. I'm so sorry. What the (laughs) fuck did you just say to me? The dog's arms get long and windily spindly and then his legs get long and then he's a tall crooked man no no where's my dog bring my dog back i don't want this crooked man and the little boy backs up and the crooked man trips him with his cane and he's just like creepy voice saying his own creepy or crooked man poem and little boy now runs back to the family for mom and the neighbors come downstairs and they're all now in the living room and we just hear a voice kind of like from the back door area being like the crooked man stepped forth and it's you know a creepy fucking voice saying the whole fucking poem and we hear footsteps like coming closer and closer down the hall it's fucking janet janet god so janet brought the fucking creep with her murdered his crooked family and the fireplace like gate in front of it starts like shaking and then like janet like roars with like demon eyes and the gate like flies into like the fucking china cabinet all the light bulbs in the room fucking explode (gasps) my china and janet falls to the ground and so mom goes to pick her up and she's like having a seizure and like foaming at the mouth. And mom's like, call an Aww. ambulance. So now, uh, this is exhausting, man. Ed and Lorraine are listening to a recording of an interview. They're sitting at their kitchen table with a priest. And the interview says, what's your name? 
and blah, blah, blah. And it says, I am Bill Wilkins. I'm 72 years old. That whole thing. And the priest is like, what do you think of the voice? And Ed's like, I don't know. What is he like senile? Like uh, sounds confused. Old man. I don't know. And the priest is like, the voice on that tape is from an 11 year old girl. Oh, damn shit. We got some ghost shit up in here. So the church is reluctant to get involved because it's like a media circus. They're calling it England's Amityville. Amityville. And, but we want you guys to go to London for three days to see if it's real or see if it's like a hoax. And he's like, you don't have to do anything. You don't have to get involved. You're just like seeing if it's real or not. Right. So So like not taking a new case, just verifying it basically. So now Ed and Lorraine are discussing it. And Lorraine is like, look, I had a vision in Amityville and I, it was the same one that I had seven years ago. And we start seeing flashbacks of Conjuring 1. And she said, it was a premonition of your death. The demon in your painting is real. And she's like, it's a warning. And if we keep doing this, you die. And Ed is like, your visions are a gift from God. So you're getting them. You're, if you're seeing this, it must be for a reason. So maybe it's to prevent it. And he's like, we don't run from fights. And she's like, if we go, if. We just observe. And if it's dangerous, we tell a church and we get out. And she's like, promise me. And he says, I promise. Okay. I don't think I fully realized, like, how based in religion these two people are. I think and I, all demon-related, exorcism-related things Christian. are based in religion. Like you basically, yeah, because I just... Yeah, kind uh, of like to fight demons, like you're usually using God, basically. Right. And also, I just realized that like a lot of other religions wouldn't have ghosts because the religions that believe in reincarnation, there wouldn't be like my body is dead and now my energy is just floating around like you would just be reincarnated. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Most people who are even like possessed, like they believe right for it to even happen so interesting yeah right so i said that like it was a fact that i knew but i'm pretty sure that's a thing <laughs> so <laughs> we're in hey England. you convinced me i was we're like oh kim's an expert in this cool <laughs> i'm a demonologist now welcome to my ted talk <laughs> so uh, i believe it's referred to as a demon scientist <laughs> excuse me all right we still have a long way to girl girl here we go we're in england now this is basically like when I was 50 minutes in and I was like, we haven't, oh, even, Jesus. Got, we haven't even gotten together yet. We haven't even brought them. <laughs> the, the, we've just seen them separately. Now we're actually <laughs> combining characters. Sure. The Warrens go to England. Maurice picks them up and brings them to the house. In the house, now it's just mom and Janet. The other kids stay across the street with the neighbors. Okay. So they look around the room or house. The girls' room is chained shut. They actually have a chain wrapped around the fucking handle that chains around to the radiator in the hallway, and then is padlocked. Got it. Okay. And they're like, "Why are you doing that?" And they're like, "Well, most activity is centered here. Whatever, it's dangerous." Um, so they open it, and inside the room, it's like a mess, and there are crosses hanging 
everywhere across the room. No. Up and down all over all the walls. And uh, as they're like going through stuff, they talk about different things. Like maybe Janet levitated at different times or something like that. And um, the crosses were donated by like neighbors and stuff. And mom like hung them up because she's like, I thought it might help. And Ed was like, has it worked? And she's like, no, we hear it all night. (laughs) Oh, God. Why are they there? Go back to the neighbors. (laughs) Because fucking creepy crap bag Janet is still a creepy crap bag at the neighbor's house. Oh, yeah. They don't want to like bring the it's like bringing bed bugs over to your neighbor's house. I get it. Yeah, not so bring like the haunting over. Mom is just dealing with her own. This I was pretty much like, God damn, man, we're not moms, but like, what a you gotta really love your child. <laughs> I yeah, think most of them do, but she's just straight like taking care of her girl. So outside, Janet is sitting on the swing on the swing set. Lorraine sits next to her, and she's trying to talk to her, and Janet's just silent. And Lorraine tells her this story of when she was a kid about Janet's age. And she was like, I was at a hospital and I I saw an angel. And she's like, it was kind of like touching a boy's cheek. And it looked directly at me. And she's like, no one believed me, but I knew it was real. And she's like, I know what it's like to lose your friends because you're different. And she's like, but one person can change everything. And you, you just have to know or you just have to open up. And Janet was kind of asking, like, how did you know who you could be open with? And Lorraine's like, well, I didn't. She's like, I got hurt. But she's like, but finally, I found someone who believed me. And Janet says, well, what did you do then? And Lorraine says, I married him. I married him. Cute. So they have a sweet moment. And so now Janet kind of opens up and she's like, I'm just so tired. Like, she's like, I can't sleep here. And she's like, everyone's afraid of me. She's like, I'm not, I don't have any friends. Like, I just don't feel normal. And Lorraine tells her that this thing wants her to feel this way because that's what makes it stronger. So inside, mom is explaining um, the chair about like kind of in the beginning how Janet woke up there and um, they talk about how the furniture kind of came with the house basically. Like the ex-husband had just got it with the house and um, Ed is asking like, oh, like is the ex-husband around or something or like any chance of him coming back and she's just like he he had twins with the lady around the corner you fucking asshole you leave me in this haunted fucking house you don't even get me new furniture and then you knock up some bitch down the road fuck you yeah so ed's like okay cool so no and mom is like you know he like took all the music away and ed's like yeah that can happen she's like no like literally like he took like the kids loved his like elvis collection of records and he like took all the music took all the records and fucking dick yeah and ed is like well the timing isn't a coincidence negative entities often feed off stress and they kind of like get you when you're down sort of thing shit yeah So back outside. That doesn't bode well for us. (laughs) Don't say that. I didn't say it. You said it. You You said said it. it. But you gave gave it it. to me. You gave it to me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm having a tough time going in my walk-in closet. It just has a dark, creepy (laughs) ending. I'm all alone. So outside, 
uh, Lorraine and Janet are talking again. And Lorraine's asking her, do you know when the voice is going to speak? And Janet says, sometimes. And she's asking kind of like what it feels like. Does it feel like it's coming from inside you? And Janet says, no, it feels like it's coming from behind me, like like I'm being used. And Janet or Lorraine asks, like, so does it say things just to you that only you can hear sometimes? And Janet just like shakes her head yes. And Lorraine's like, what does it say? And Janet says, it said it wants to hurt you. And Lorraine looks at her and says, when did it say that? And Janet says, right now. Uh Uh-oh. Bye. Cut to pouring rain outside. Janet is sitting in the chair and they're setting up recording stuff, basically. So they're putting um, a pitcher of water next to her. And basically, they need her to hold water in her mouth and see if, like, the voice comes or whatever. And then they can, like, prove to the church that it's not, like, ventriloquism or anything like that. Oh, I see. Okay. So she holds water in her mouth. They start recording. And Ed, (laughs) I fucking love Patrick Wilson, I think it is. Um, I think that's his name. Yeah. uh, He's the best. They're both. I love them both. Uh, Good old Pat and Vera, you know, I just fucking love him. And (laughs) uh, he's just so like nonchalant, though. He's like, okay, um, do you want to communicate? We are all ears. Here we are. Ready to uh, talk. And there's nothing. Um, And so he's just like, come on. What do you want with this girl and this family? What's up? And nothing. So Janet spits the water out, and she says, it it won't talk with you looking. And they're like, okay, why don't we all just turn our backs then? So she puts water in her mouth again, and they all kind of just turn around. So now Ed's like, okay, come on, talk to us, Bill. And then we just start hearing heavy breathing, and the lights flicker out, and we hear growling. And so this whole shot is basically Ed is in the foreground, and Janet in the chair is like dark and blurry behind him. Okay. So it's like he's in focus. She is not at all. Got it. So here's the conversation between Bill and Ed. And Bill's like, here I come. And Ed's like, am I talking to the spirits that's pressing this family? And he says, is that what I am? Is that what I'm doing? And Ed says, yes. And I came here to put a stop to it. Yes, Bill. Do you know who I am? And he says, Ed, Eddie, Edward. And Ed's like, Ed is fine. <laughs> and he says, your father called you Ed. Not okay. true. Not true. My father called me Ed, just like everyone else. And then he's just like, <laughs> and Ed's like, come on, Bill. Let's get down to business. Um, leave these people alone. And Bill says, it's my house. Ed's like, it's not your house. I come here to see my family, and they're not here. And Ed's like, well, you're dead. So if your family was here, they're long gone. And he's like, where are they? And we can kind of see, like, her face looks like it's moving. Like, it looks like the mouth is moving in a blurry way. But, like, again, it's very blurry. But it definitely looks like her face is moving. Right, 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 right. And Ed's like... I don't know if I knew where your family was. I, you know, I could probably help. 
And he's like, I, I don't need your here. help. Yeah, he's just so fucking nonchalant. It's so good. Um, <laughs> and it's just like, so just move on. And Bill's like, I don't believe in that. Why not? In moving on? And he's like, so what, what's, uh, what's so wrong with going to heaven? And he's like, I'm not a heaven man. And Ed's like, well, I got news for you. I don't care what you believe in. And at this point, he pulls out um, his necklace that has a cr- like a cross on it, and he holds it. He doesn't look. He just holds it behind him towards Janet. And um, Bill kind of starts, like, squealing a little bit. And he's just like, help it let go. Help it let go. And then the lights help come back on. Help it let go? Mm-hmm. Okay. Janet looks up, and she spits the water out of her mouth into the cup. Oh, damn. She did, She had water in her mouth that whole time. <laughs> so now it's nighttime. We're getting ready for bed. Um, Ed and Lorraine are sleeping in the boys' room. And so the boys' room, the beds are set up kind of like diagonal from each other, like in each corner. And they're talking about okay. how Lorraine isn't sensing any presence or anything here. And Ed's kind of thinking of other things, like maybe multiple personalities, da 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 And she's like, my heart is telling me to believe them, but all I sense is their fear, and I like can't seem to like get beyond that. And then they have this cute moment where they're both in bed, and Ed's like, I don't think I can sleep this far away from you. And she's like, well, you're going to have to. It'll give you something to look forward to when we get home. Cute. She's cute. So now in mom's room, Janet and mom are sleeping in the same bed together, but Janet's like tying herself with a jump rope again. And mom's like, I wish you wouldn't do that. But she's like, it helps me sleep knowing I'm not going to go anywhere. Oh, poor Janet. I know. And then she's like, Mom, I didn't smoke that day, that day at school. I wanted to, but I, or she's like, I just wanted to look cool. She's like, it was so stupid. And <laughs> Mom is just like heartbroken because she's just like, oh, honey, like, I'm, I'm sorry. I didn't believe you. Like, yeah, honey. she's like, we have bigger fish to fry <laughs> yeah, right now. You're so sweet. So now. It's nighttime, creepy, empty house. And we start hearing like a nursery rhyme whistle, like a, like. And Janet wakes up. You're so good at that. <laughs> I put it on my resume next to James <laughs> and British fucking accents. <laughs> she uh, wakes up. She's on the fucking ceiling. No, what? What did you just say to me? And she's like, no, help, help. And we just hear a a creaking sound. She's on the living room ceiling and the old man is sitting in the chair rocking. You can go fuck yourself right now with this shit. (laughs) Is she like laying flat on the ceiling? She's flat like her back against the ceiling. Oh, just looking like directly down. Still with wow. like a fucking uh whatchamahoosit tight around her wrist. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Fuck this. So old man gets up and slowly walks upstairs, whistling. <laughs> J- 
can it. With a knick-knack, paddy-whack, give, give a dog a bone. bone. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> Nailed it. Thank you. Janet, bonus point. Just kidding, no. Janet <laughs> is obviously rightfully so scared. She doesn't like it. She doesn't like I don't like when I end up, when I, yeah, I don't like when I wake up on the ceiling. Not my favorite. So, yeah. Now she's starting to hear footsteps above her because he's walked upstairs. And then she kind of like reaches her arms forward and then she's pulled back through the ceiling to the upstairs and she's in her old bedroom, the girl's room. Oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me. And now... Covered with crosses all over the wall. One of the crosses kind of starts shaking a little bit, and it slowly turns upside down. And then they all slowly turn upside down. God damn it. And then there's a scream. Janet! Old man Bill, with his demon eyes, um, dives at her, and she screams and, like, crab walks back. Now mom wakes up and follows, like, the scream, but the fucking door is chained shut. Oh, shit. So Janet, like, kind of, they get it. There's, like, a slight crack, basically. <laughs> Ketrin's dead. She just put her head back and was done. <laughs> She's like, I would just be so, fu- like, are you, fu- like, I just chained the fucking door. I, I know. I know. I I wasn't I wasn't thinking that I had to plan for m- my child morphing through the ceiling inside it. So they have it open like a crack, and so Janet is like reaching through, being kind of just being like, "Help, help!" You know. And then a fucking old man grabs her and pulls her back, and Mum sees creepy old man demonized face. Sure. So now. Sure. Ed and Lorraine come out being like, what the fuck's going on? They're like, mom, go get the key. And inside the little crack, they can see that Janet's been pulled across the room and is being choked by the long curtains on the window. God damn it. So they get the key and like fucking shakily opens it fucking up. Like, you know, that moment where you're like, oh, my God, God, God." and they run in and pull the curtain off her. All the crosses when they've gotten in there are back to normal. And mom is like, someone was in here. I saw him. I saw him with me own eyes. I saw it with me own eyes too, bitch. And Ed and Lorraine look around. And Lorraine does kind of notice like one cross like shakes slightly, ever so slightly. Cut to a bar, a restaurant or something. Ed and Lorraine are sitting at a table with the two experts and a photographer. And they're discussing the case. And apparently the bite that Janet had gotten, um, like, is very distinctive. Like, it has two missing teeth. Like, there was, like, a hole, basically. So, basically saying that, like, like, someone else in the family couldn't have done it, pretty much. Right. Um, And Maurice found out that the previous owner was named William Wilkins. And, um, or at some point previous... And he, um, that is how he died, et cetera, et cetera. Like everything that she said about that was correct. But Anita's like, yeah, and also public information. Like she could have heard it from a neighbor or something. And Lorraine is like, what about, you know, how do we feel about the, like the teleporting and the levitating? And they're looking at some pictures that they have. So basically like the photographer had set up like 
a camera and he was like every time I would just kind of hear noises or something I'd like click it off basically and um they're like the position that she's in it looks like she could have just been like jumping off the bed and it caught her like mid jump pretty much sure I guess yeah like they're basically just trying to like be like is this a hoax or not and like looking at the actual like hard evidence right 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 so Maurice is like, I mean, you were there last night. She teleported to a room um, that was locked from the outside and the voice that and Anita's like, well, the first time that voice came out was in front of TV cameras. And then she couldn't do it with water until you looked away. Like she could have drank the water, done the voice and then real quick put water in before you turned around. Right. And yeah. she's like, last year I was conned by this family saying that they were possessed basically and she's like what do you get out of that I d- publicity I guess I guess yeah and she's attention like, I mean I think one thing that she said is like um oh she says in a second I guess but um she's like I don't know what's worse the demons or pe- people willing to prey on our willingness to believe in them and Lorraine just goes the demons the demons are worse <laughs> yeah the demons are worse Oops. yeah those are worse matter of fact and yeah <laughs> and Edith's like, well, the mom is using it to get better housing from the council. Like, she already applied. But I'm like, not for nothing, but, like, of course she already applied. Like, she wants to get the fuck out of this house. Right. Yeah. But I guess maybe that could be a reason for them to be faking it. Because they were poor. I, I, like, they, she was having trouble paying her bills, like, et cetera. So I don't know the stuff you get in England, but I guess she was, like, maybe getting whatever so I just feel like there's maybe easier ways like you know plant some termites <laughs> that's what I'm saying here's a list termites demons yeah that's all I got. Uh, I, yeah so but they're talking and like Ed and Lorraine do believe them but the church can't do anything without proof Maurice says that he's going to get some video equipment to bring to the house. And Ed and Lorraine are like, okay, we're going to spend time with, like, mom and the kids because they need to be a family again. So cut to Ed, Lorraine, and the three other kids kind of running into their house with Elvis records. And the siblings, like, all hug each other. And they're like, I missed you. I missed you. Oh, that's so cute. Lorraine talks to them. And she's like, do you have any, like, bullies or anything at school? And they talk about that one kid. And she's like, what are you, what happens when that, you know, when you get bullied and little Bill Billy, little Bill Billy is like, well, they stick up for me, like my siblings. And she's like, good. Well, a spirit is like a bully. So you need to stick up for Janet because this family sticks together. Oh my gosh. That's so cute. So they try to play the Elvis records, but um, the record player is broken. And so instead Ed plays the guitar and he, like, does a little impersonation of Elvis and sings, I Can't Help Falling in Love with You. I love that song. I love that song. It's from Overboard. <laughs> and it's, like, really sweet because he does, like, a, a thank you. And, like, the family laughs. And, like, um, like Lorraine is just kind of, like, like, looking at him lovingly. And he, like, sings to her a little. Like, it's, like, really fucking sweet. And then as he's singing, there's, like, a montage of the video equipment being set up. 
and all the things and then like back to them and it, he's like okay everybody now and they all sing together like take my, my hand, hand. Take i love my that fucking life too and then lorraine cries and then mom cries and then i cry and i cry all crying <laughs> so now in the kitchen um Ed is talking to like the video guy and he picks up like this huge, massive video camera that's like a giant box on his shoulder. <laughs> and he's just like, oh my gosh, it's so small and light. That's funny. That's uh, yeah. funny. I was like, good job. Good job, filmmakers. So <laughs> Ed is now like fixing things around the house and like helping them out, you know? And so he's like under the sink, fixing some pipes and he's like, Janet's sitting there with him and they're talking and she's like, why do you do this? Like, why do you help people like us? And he tells her, do you ever wonder if something's under your bed? And he's like, well, when I was a kid, my bed actually had something under it. He's like, it grabbed my hand and yanked me to the floor. And I went and told my dad and he told me to face my fears. And so <clears throat> He like brought him back into his room and he's like, I remembered what a nun told me that God will be there for all who need a and nun, a regular nun. <laughs> oh, just a regular. Okay. Not a haunted nun. Cool. Thank you. So then he grabs the crucifix from his nightstand, which is the necklace that we've seen him currently wearing. Oh, right. And he's like, I told it, it better leave or God will kick its butt. And so he's like, Cute. that's the best thing dad ever did for me. Um, the only thing is, but he only did it because he didn't believe me. And he's like, it took years to find someone who, who did believe me. And he's like, you know what I did then? And Janet's like, you married her? Married her. <laughs> and he's like, oh, so you've heard this story before. Cute. So cute. So now the sink is working. Mom comes in and he's like, oh, I fixed the closet door. I can go look at the washing machine. And she's like, no, that's a fucking disaster down there. But they go to the basement through the outside door. And the basement is confusing. It's like two levels with like these weird rickety wooden steps that go like across the middle. So the first level what? is where the washing machine is. Like you basically just go in and there's the washer and dryer. But then... Like, because the machine's fucked up, the pipes have been leaking. So, like, the level below is, like, flooded. Okay. So, back to, oh, so outside the house in the front yard, um, Lorraine and Maurice are talking. And, like, he's being like, wow, like, wouldn't this be amazing if we proved this? It would be, like, so historic, da 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 And, like, Lorraine's kind of like, is that why you want to do this? She's like, I just want to help a family. And he is like, well, actually, my daughter died in a car crash. And after that, I started having experiences. Like, maybe she was trying to communicate. And he's like, so, yeah, you know, it would help if I know that she was somewhere. Oh. Yeah. Shit. So now Ed and Mom are, like, looking at the pipes. And he, like, follows them with a flashlight and sees, like, down below, there's one with, like, a little handle. And he's like, oh, fuck, that's the one that's, like, spouting water or whatever. So he goes down into the water and it's like kind of like knee thigh deep and he goes towards like the pipe and it's basically like on the other side of the room. So he's going like further towards inside the house a little and above him there's like wooden boards that are shaking like the kids are basically playing above him. So it's like that's like the floor of like the house right there. Right. So 
he is now looking at the wall slash pipe and mom is just like shining a flashlight kind of down towards him. And we see behind him a figure rise out of the water, motherfucking vampire style. I'm sorry. And mom kind of thinks she sees something. But again, it's like she's looking through these wood slats a little bit. And so it's slowly getting closer to him. And so mom kind of like steps down just like into the first couple steps, like into the water. And she's like, Ed, uh, I think something's behind you. He turns and looks, nothing there. So he grabs his flashlight and looks with that. There's nothing. So mom is now like looking and there's like little bubbles underneath her. She looks down. Old man is ah, ah! in the water looking up at her Mm-mm. with his creepy no. demon eyes face. He grabs her, pulls her down into the water, and they're, like, struggling. He's, like, trying to pull her underwater. She's screaming. And so um, uh, fucking Ed, like, pulls her out, and she's like, he tried to pull me under. And he's like, I I have a bite mark. She has a bite mark on her arm just like Janet. And then there's, like, a little. This fucking asshole. I know. And then there's, like, a little plop in the water behind them. And so Ed reaches down in and grabs from like the floor like a little retainer that has two fake teeth in it. Two fake teeth in it. <laughs> two fake teeth in it. And that fits right Bonus point. I got it. Right into the fucking space of the bite. Right. Right. God damn it. So now we're inside and <clears throat> There's like a fire burning. Um, When they did the recording, it was like December 21st. So it's like basically Christmas time. So the kids are decorating the tree. They're hanging up stockings over the fireplace in the living room. And Janet starts to look down the hallway at something with like scared face into the kitchen. And it's like dark. And there's just like scraping noises. And older sister Margaret's like, what's wrong? And Janet's like, don't you see it? And, ja- and Margaret's like, see what? Like, tell me. And Janet says, it's playing with knives hiding in the dark. It's playing with knives hiding in the dark? <laughs> Fuck this fucking house. Why are we still here? Get out of there. So middle brother Johnny comes over. Question number eight. What does you, what does you do? What does he do? What? It's leave goodbye Uh, house for sale. Uh, I'm out of here. Uh, Sellers market or whatever. Like, let's go. I'm I don't want this anymore. I mean, Uh, I'm going to sell this house. (laughs) Hey, I could sell a ketchup popsicle to a lady in white gloves. never that's, heard that before that's what my old boss at the jewelry store told me <laughs> i heard him ta- i heard him talking about me and he was like you gotta watch out for this one she can sell a ketchup popsicle to a lady in white gloves and i was that's like oh thank you hilarious can you please put that on yeah. your resume <laughs> that's so um <laughs> so let's see uh what is immediately happening we have a ghost playing with knives in the dark yes yeah, Janet like sees something. Okay, in the kitchen. I'm basically. gonna go run my little creepy crap bag feet up the stairs. This is what Janet's gonna do. 
excuse me, excuse me, Mr. Ed and Mrs. Mrs. Lorraine. There is a knifed ghost downstairs. Please deal with this as well, the Ed experts. Ed is in the basement and Lorraine is in the outside. I, I'm getting them. I'm going to them and I'm and I'm saying, come here, okay. uh, please. Uh, that's what I'm doing because uh, I guess I can't sell the house like right now. Um, I think she does that as well. Let's do that hand in hand. Who got that bell? Point for you because, like, again, talk about your ghost. Let's talk about your ghost. Let's um, talk about a ghost, think we baby. Need, we need help. But middle boy Johnny starts to go into the kitchen, and Janet's like, no, don't. And she's like, remember what Lorraine said? We can't let it bully us. This right. is our house. Talk about your ghost. So he goes into the kitchen. And when he goes in, the table has knives sticking out of it. No. And so he pulls one out. And then there's like a thud sound from the other room and a scream. And so he looks just like through the doorway. And Margaret is there with little boy Billy. And she's like, Janet's gone. She was just here. And then Johnny looks over into the kitchen. Fucking Janet is like huddled there fucking next to him with a fucking knife. Jan throw this one away like I'm very sorry for her but like she's a lost cause just throw it away return to sender goodbye Ketrin's gonna be a wonderful mother I really I really look <laughs> forward to it thank you so uh mom and Ed hear the screaming so they run upstairs as they run in through the door a chair fucking flies at them and hits the wall and then the kitchen door slams shut Lorraine and Maurice run in from the other side and there's like another kitchen entrance from like the living room basically. So they all run to the living room and they see through the doorway, a table, the kitchen table, like fly against the wall and they run to it, but the door slams shut. So E's like, er, E head is like kicking his <laughs> way in. They finally get in. It's quiet. The kitchen is destroyed. Like, everything is everywhere, and, like, plates are just shattered and broken everywhere. Shoot. That's really going to affect our ability to sell. Exactly. That and the well, well-known, very well-known haunting. Right, 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 right. Very, very well-known. And uh, little middle boy Johnny is found, hi like, hiding in the pantry, like, closet, like, crying. Oh, poor babe. And Maurice picks up like a ladle spoon thing off the ground that's been bent backwards. And then they're like, where's where's Janet? Where's Janet? And so fucking Janet! equipment audio guy who has one of those fucking long pointy things that I guess does something, picks up energy. I don't fucking know. Um, a ghost pointer. Ghost pointer with headphones, you know, so he's all like sensing around. Beep, 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 beep. Right. Um, he goes out into the hallway and he's like, I'm picking up something. And it's like a little door basically in the wall. <laughs> and Ed reaches towards it, but his arm hits the fucking pipe on the wall and like burns his arm on oh the pipe. Dear. He opens the door and it's basically where the um, fuse box is, but it's like has a weird pole in the middle. It's like a tiny little cubby hole 
and Janet is folded up inside it. Like, I don't even understand how she's in there. It's like her leg is next to her head and her arms are like folded up. And, uh, no. And then she's just like growling and snarling and like shaking and stuff like that, like a zombie or fucking something. And at this point, Ed holds up the crucifix and we hear, me won't. Me won't. Me. And then Janet's head (laughs) just throw it away. (laughs) Falls down and Ed pulls her out and she's just like sobbing. And Maurice is just like, how'd she get in there? throw throw it throw it away throw it out in the rubbish bin the rubbish the bin good job so (laughs) later um anita now grabs ed and lorraine and maurice pulls them to the side and says she's faking it what and i have proof what what is your proof tell me everything they go and watch a video there had been a camera out in the front or in the backyard looking through the kitchen window and there's a video of janet just like throwing things around and like picking up plates and smashing them janet even like bends the spoon janet what is your end game So now they go confront the mom and mom's like pissed because she's like, we didn't make this up. Like I've seen things too. And Janet is just sitting on the couch, like sobbing. And Anita's kind of like, well, she couldn't have pulled this off on her own. Right. And mom's like, oh, I mean, who who else is involved? The police, you know, because they saw it too. And Ed is just like, look, we want to help, but the church sees that video and that's the end of it. Like they're going to stay as far away as they can from anything that's even like remotely close to a hoax. Right. Right. And mom's just like pissed and she asks them to leave. So they're all leaving now. And Maurice though is like not having it. Like he's just like, but, but you know, like, uh," you know, he's like, Lorraine, like, can't you just make contact with the spirit? And Lorraine's like, right. I can't like, Believe me, I've tried. I'm just not sensing anything here. But what? And Ed is like, I'm so confused. Look, we're going to tell the church everything. But the only concrete thing we have is Janet faking an incident. Shit. Shit. Yeah. Like, even though there's all these other incidents, like, the only one that they can show is a faked one. Is that right so now what the fuck is janet's deal yeah and janet's just kind of like watching them through the window leaving so they're driving to the train station um vic i think vic neighbor is driving ed and lorraine to the train station and lorraine's like this doesn't feel right to ed and he's like i know they get on the train now the rain is just like pouring fucking outside the house again and janet is like is just like sitting on the back like the couch looking at the back of it like staring out the window and little boy billy and margaret like come sit down and they're like ask if she did it and janet says to them it said it would kill you if i didn't make them leave ah shit yeah shit 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 yeah the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was making us not believe in him or something yes exactly 
<laughs> Correct. <laughs> 100. So verbatim. So now we're on the train. And Lorraine's like, isn't it convenient that she like happened to fake an incident in the one room in the house with a camera pointing at it? And Ed starts oh, to be, like putting the luggage like up on the top thing and two um, tape reels fall out. So like the cassette tapes that they're using, you know, are like the full circle reels that like roll about pretty much. And they kind of to like unravel and like cross each other and make like an X on the ground with the film. Okay. And he has a realization and he's like, help me set up these two tape recorders. So this whole time the train hasn't left yet. Like it's just kind of sitting at the station. So they put them on the tables and they put both reels in and he's like, remember those strange garbled messages from Janet slash bill. And he's like, there were two of them. And so he plays the first and it's like, help it let go. Help it let go. And he's like, we thought he was referring to himself, right? And he's like, here's the second. Me won't, me won't. And now he plays them both at the same time. Help Help me, it won't let me go. It won't let me go. Good job. I did it. Help me, it won't let me go. And at this moment, Lorraine is like struck by something, like a vision. And she's suddenly... um, in their living room it's dark nothing is in there but the corner chair and a lamp and an old man is sitting there with an oxygen mask and bill says i came to see my family but they're not here i'd like to go now but i can't and lorraine says why not sometimes your cockney goes into southern and i'm living for it (laughs) it's when i don't fully commit like i don't yeah, want to do the accent, but I lightly want to do it. I'm here to visit them. my family, but they're not here, so I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love it. I, I love it. it. So, Never stop being you. Thank you. And <laughs> she asks why he can't leave, and he says it wants her so badly, and it almost has her. And she says, tell me how to stop it. And he just goes... I'm given and I'm taken. I was there at your first breath. You didn't ask for me, but I'll follow you to death. And Lorraine's just like, I don't understand. Like, I don't, what are you, what are you telling me? Then there's a nun behind her. It screams. And then she wakes up and her nose is bleeding. And she's like, the old man's spirit is just a pawn. He's been enslaved to where he's, he's supposed to weaken Janet's will. And Ed's like, by who? And she's like, something inhuman, something that's taken a blasphemous blasphemous form to attack my faith. Fuck me. And she's like, there is a demonic presence in that house. We need to fucking go back, son. Gotta go back. Gotta go back. Go catch Vic before he left. And back to the house. Mom is just like... So tired. In the kitchen, the mess of the kitchen that you can possibly imagine. And so she's just like sweeping up some fucking broken plates and just starts like sobbing. Like, oh, she's so tired. So tired. And then she she's hears, got four fucking kids by herself before smartphones. And then and then on top of that, she hears a glass shatter in the other room and a scream. Oh, Jesus Christ. So now she runs to the living room 
fucking Margaret and Janet are just levitating. Cool. Levitating. Cool. Margaret is like, help me. And Janet is just fucking demonized, creepy laughing. Great. Question number nine. You are mom. What do you do? What does she do? Um, you know, uh, survival of the fittest. I'm out. Uh, my two kids are defective. <laughs> I have two left. Uh, wow, uh, wow, that, wow. We're just them. seeing Ketrin's true colors with this movie. <laughs> I, love it. I love it. Uh, I think I'm going to call uh, Lorraine and Ed and be like, how are Please you calling them? Come back. Where are you calling them? How? What? What? What are you on calling a, them on? on a on a telephone? On to, a telephone? To where? Oh, they're in a. Oh, right. There's no cell phones. I just said that. Uh, cool, 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 cool. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like this is how I felt when we did like Ouija. I'm pretty sure. Like I was just like, I cannot anymore. Yeah. <laughs> all, right, all right. All right. Okay. I'm going to make, uh, I, I'm going to get all the crosses in the house and I'm just going to start chucking crosses at my kids until they come down off the ceiling. <laughs> and then when I get them down off the ceiling, <laughs> we're going to go to aunt Peggy's house. That's what I'm going to do. Uh, and then I'm going to invent cell phones so I can call <laughs> Lorraine and Ed. Uh, so she's going to, so that's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to try to get them off the ceiling with, with the crosses of Christ somehow. Um, what does she do? Does she just go and like try to pull them down? She's like, hey, get off the ceiling. I'm going to give you a half a point because I don't Thank know. You. Sure. Hey, I'm going to do... throw the crosses of Christ at them. Uh, although I guess we've already proven that the crosses do nothing. Oh, 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 no. No. I might be taking Wait. my point back. Wait, did we? Yeah, but one of them kind of. He directly asked, have they helped? And she says no. And she said no. Uh oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm going to have to take that back. No, my you're apologies. right. I normally, agree. like, but. I agree. So I'm just so tired. I'm just I, so tired. It's worth a shot. I don't know if I explained yeah. it too. Like they're not back against the wall. They're just like straight up in the air. Bodies just hanging in the air. Yeah, no, I, I, I got it. I, I, I just wanted to not throw that stuff that, at them. Yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, Also like I, one uh, is clearly against her will. The other is demon. Right, 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 right. But yeah. anyway, um, good try. I, I'm not sure. It was, Isn't... it was lack. It was, it, I, I'm tired. I feel you. So <laughs> mom just like stands and screams. Like she's just like, leave us alone. <laughs> like, right. Just, I mean, that's not much better than throwing crosses at her kids. She yeah. She basically did what you did. Yeah. And then at this point, Margaret flies across the room into the wall and then falls on the ground. Sure, sure. And now Janet just stands on the floor and stares at them with demon eyes. So mom and the other three kids run outside into the pouring rain. And mom is just like, go to Peggy neighbor's house. She's going to go back in because she doesn't want to leave Janet alone or doesn't want to leave Janet. 
Sure. She tries to go in. The fucking door slams shut. Ah, fuck. At this point, Vic neighbor and Lorraine and Ed are in the car driving back. And she's trying to explain because he's like, wait, you didn't believe in the idea or like what was happening? She's like explaining that her sight was blocked. So the old man's spirit couldn't break through until they left the house. Oh, I see. I see. I see. I see. Holding him. And Ed is like, everything has everything that happened there has been a manifestation of the demonic. Like the old man, the crooked man. It's all a facade to keep us from seeing the real evil that was in the house. Oh, shit. Those are some tricky, tricky tricksters. demons. And in my vision, Lorraine says that she wanted to help, but or that he, old man, wanted to help, but he was afraid, and he kept, like, speaking in riddles. Here's your chance for another bonus point. Ah, shit. All right. The riddle was, I'm given and I'm taken. I was there at your first breath. You didn't ask for me. But I'll follow you till death. Air. Air. Incorrect. Your name. What is it? Ah, your name. So Ed figures it out. And Lorraine says, knowing the demon's name gives us power over it and we can cast it out. And Ed's like, but we don't fucking know it, dude. And Lorraine's like, well, maybe we do. Somehow, like, why else would he Chad. that? Chad, I cast thee back to hell. <laughs> so then Ed is like, okay, well, an inhuman spirit that clouds Lorraine's vision is like more than a match for me. So we need to get Janet and get her to the church before it kills her. So that's the plan. Kay. Bring her to the church on time. The- get her to the church. At the house, mom is just like banging on the door. Now they all pull up and Ed and Vic are now trying to open the door. Um, question 10. What do you do? What does Ed do? <laughs> I can just tell Catherine's so tired. So tired. <laughs> I'm a... I'm a, I'm going to go into the basement and I'm going to go in there and try to get into the house that way because I could hear them. I'm going to go into the basement. I'm a fucking bust through the floor and climb up into the house that way. We're both going to do that hand in hand. He's going to do something in the basement. I'm giving a point for him. Okay. But um, I'm not sure that would keep you alive. Why? Well, okay. If I'm trying to stay alive, uh, <laughs> leave these people to deal with their own fucking shit on their own. I mean, that is our game. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? When you're right, you're right. Honestly. One point. I will say with things like this, though, I feel like the game becomes really real because there is that like who are you as a person and like even if you got away from could, here could like, you just live leave with them yourself. alone could you live with yourself exactly and it becomes right. real tough yeah I agree but also 
physical death. So there's that. Sure, 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 sure. So at first, though, Ed breaks one of the front living room windows with, like, a brick. And he, like, breaks up through all the glass. And he starts to climb in. A fucking couch moves across the room and slams into his head, knocking him back into the yard. Cool. So the demon's throwing couches. Great. Yep. Now he's like, the door around back. And Lorraine tells um, mom and the kids to wait in the car. And Ed is now, like, at the back window, and he hears screaming, and he's like, the door to the fucking basement. At this point, basement. mind you, this whole time it's pouring fucking rain. Lorraine now runs to the back and sees Ed go down into the basement. So she runs down, but right at that moment, the door slams shut. So now they're both trying to open it. Vic Neighbor comes around. He tries to get it. He's like, all right, I'm going to go get a fucking tool or something. And so he leaves. So now... Lorraine is like, wait, wait, like Vic's going to be right back. And, and Ed's like, I, I can't. I have to go ahead. And Lorraine's like, stop. You can't fight this alone. And he says, she needs our help. And Lorraine's like, Ed, please, please, please just wait for me. Please wait for me. And they both at this point just lean their head against the door on either sides. And Lorraine's like, Aww. I can't lose you. I'm so scared. And he says, I know, me too, but I have to help her. And Lorraine says, but what about my vision? And he's like, I know I made a promise to you, but I have to do this. I love you, Lorraine. And she's like, Ed, no, no, no. And he goes um, into the water across the room in the basement. And Lorraine just like right. cries in the rain. And now Ed can hear screams from above. So he climbs up and like, n- just like you said, knocks up, up those boards. He's like hitting them with like a pipe. And he busts through to the kitchen floor and starts to like, climbing um onto the kitchen and at this point in the kitchen right next to where he is we see like a pipe on the wall um that's like the radiator pipe and like the handle on it slowly starts turning and as he climbs up the handle bursts off and like hot steam blasts into his fucking face oh fuck me god damn it so now outside, Vic neighbor has an axe, and so he's starting to, like, I don't know, gets an axe, to s- axe down the door. And at this point, Ed is hurt. Like, he, everything is, like, blurry. Like, he's basically, like, blinded almost. Like, it's, like, right, you right, can kind of right, right. see, but it's, like, it's literally all a blur. And he's got steam face. So steam face. Question 11, what do you do? What does he do? I've got steam face. I've got steam face. <laughs> um, I'm going to close my eyes and I'm going to motherfucker. Uh, so I'm in the kitchen. Mm hmm. Can I get to any other part of the house? Yeah. I'm going to get out of the steam. A. Two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just blasted I'm, and now you're. you're now it's fine. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. It was, it was a direct uh, hit to your face and that's it. Like it's not like. All right. Uh, I'm going to feel along the wall to get into the other, like close my eyes and feel along the wall to get into the uh, room where Janet is being demoned. I guess, right? Because where is she again? We don't know. Yeah, I'm going to feel along the wall. Uh, 
but I'm going to try and get to the front door to open the front door for other people to come in. Uh, and we'll do that hand in hand to come in and help me because I can't fucking see. It's a point for you. I think okay. this is the moment where you need help. Like, you you know it. I don't know if you want to do this I alone. can't fucking see. I can't fucking see. I can't fucking see. He goes at it alone. He just starts yelling, don't. Like, Janet, where are you? And he hears a sound. It's a fucking children's Christmas choir singing. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> he follows it towards, like, the living room, I guess. Um and he's kind of like in a doorway and we see fingers creep around the side of the door. He obviously sure. doesn't see. But he's like blurry looking around, reaching out, you know, trying to feel things. And he sees kind of like lights and lamps ahead of him on the floor, kind of. But we see behind him is the fucking crooked man creeping up <sighs> down the hallway. I, this crooked man is ki- this crooked man is like the murder hornets. I have too much shit to do to be dealing with you, crooked man. I've got a fucking old guy. I've got a fucking demon. I've got a nun. I don't have time for crooked man. I feel you, girl. I feel you. So now, oh, Eric just walked behind you. <laughs> crooked man. <laughs> Scared me. Um, so now... The TV is kind of like going in and out and like on it is like a children's choir. And um, we hear Janet yell, help, help me, like from another room and then like growling. And so Ed like takes off his necklace and he's like, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. And he just like holds it out in front of him speaking Latin. Just (laughs) (laughs) sure. Got to do what you got to do. Try whatever. (laughs) So Vic is like axing at the door. And so Lorraine goes, like, to the yard, like, the backyard where the swings are, and it's, like, pouring rain. And she's just, like, what's your name? What's your name? What's your name? She's, like, screams it into the air, like, what's your name? Chad! (laughs) And then she remembers the nun at the end of the hall in her house. And she says, I do know your name. I asked you. And then it was, like, to her screaming, tell me who you are. Tell me who you are. And the nun Bonus question in number three. Where does she find the name? How does she know the name? Does she have that Bible with her that she scribbled on? Mm-hmm. Does she go look and see if she wrote the name in the Bible? Yes. Good job. Yes. And then she remembers her scribbling in the fucking bible so she runs to the car to get her bible back to ed inside he's on like the stairs now just like blindly holding out the cross and speaking latin and like going upstairs lorraine is now looking through the bible and she basically has like one letter etched on each page and it says v l a x d l a x k v l a k Oh wait, Dalk? V A L A K. Are you saying A K? What? <laughs> okay. Kim 
just went off screen. I don't know where she is. She just start, she just started yelling letters at me and laughing and then just left the screen. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening. It's like I said the first I don't know. three letters and then I just sounded out the last two. I I don't know any of the letters you're saying to me. <laughs> the- <laughs> B A L A K Dalek Dalek V Dalek V Valak 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 Guys, it's a little muffled. It's a little muffled in our ears. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so tired. Uh, I just V A L A K is what I first said. <laughs> Instead of B-L-A-A-K. <laughs> What's your name? V A L A K. Okay, so we gotta get through this, Kim. That's that's mine. That, that's that's the name. That took much longer Valid. than expected. Valak. Now she starts to run back to the house and or she turns back to the house, but lightning strikes the tree at the front of the house. Oh, come on. And the top falls off of it, leaving one kind of like trunk with a pointy top to it, which she has seen before. It looks like the thing in her vision that points through Ed. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. And so it's basically directly in front of the house in front of like the living room window and the windows above so now ed's going upstairs and yelling for janet and feeling about he he's at the tent fort and um a toy turns on it's the fucking crooked man toy again this toy don't buy your kids toys toys. he looks in at it and he can kind of blurrily see like the crooked man whatever in the thing and then it goes to blank (laughs) And he looks up. There's a face right in front of him. No. It's the fucking creepy crooked man face smiling at him. He jumps back. And at this point, the tent kind of falls to the floor, the sheets. And then it now stands up in a skinny, tall shape. Like a crooked, tall man is underneath them. The sheets slam into the wall and the the sheets just fall down and basically the wall then kind of like starts to break and then the ceiling just like breaks open as if he's like traveling through the fucking walls I don't know to like behind Ed into the room behind him and at this point you can basically assume that throughout the house there's just different banging and whispers and those kind of sounds pretty pretty a lot throughout you know just just like that whole throttle haunting yeah 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 you know it you get okay. it and so yeah. ed jumps up and like runs to that door and pulls it closed right at that moment crooked man is like coming through the the door and he has like a hook that bursts through the door and like almost hits ed in the face i don't have time for this guy so now lorraine is outside she runs down to vic neighbor and he is like enough of a hole now that she can fit through um, he's a little bit of a bigger guy, so he can't go because he was like, no, let me go, let me go. But she's like already in and she's like, I have to help Ed. So she goes into the water and she climbs up the kitchen hole 
and back to Ed, he goes into the girls' room, and she can he can kind of see Janet's like figure standing there, but like with her back to him, and it's like whispers, okay. whispers, 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 and like looking out the front window, and we now see her face, and she has like a creepy like blue white eyes now, kind of. Sure, of and course, she of course she does. Whips her arms back, and the window shatters like inwards, like glass behind her right right and then janet steps onto like the window bench next to the window and then onto the ledge of the window sill no and the tree point is right below her no 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 don't swan dive on two tree stakes question number 12 you're ed what do you do what does she do If I'm trying to stay alive. Oh, but I also have to live with myself. Shit. Uh, okay. I think Ed goes to like physically pull her body down from the ledge. Uh, what do I do? I think I'm going to stay a safe distance back and I'm going to say, Hey, Janny, uh, if you're in there, um, don't jump out that windy, Kay. But I'm going to not get anywhere near it myself. Yes! He's like, Janet, no. And he like runs to her right as the moment as she jumps out the window. So he catches her by the waist as she's like outside. So half his body is like outside now. Fucking mom and the kids are out front there. So mom's just screaming her face off. And he's holding on to the curtains. So her entire body is outside and she's pretty much just like a rag doll at this point. And half his body's hanging out the window falling and he's just holding on to the curtains for dear life. Chanel, um, fucking Lorraine's running through the house up and up the stairs. She's like, add, add. And he's holding on the curtain and, um, the little curtain, like the little rings that go around the curtain rod. One, one pops off. Right. So they fall. Those aren't meant to hold human weight, too. Mm hmm. And Lorraine gets to the bedroom and sees them and she's like, Ed. And at this moment, bam, none in the corner. Fuck this none. (sighs) Lorraine sees it. And Ed is like, Ed's like, Lorraine. And now it's like fucking thunder and lightning. And another little curtain ring pops off. Lorraine runs to Ed and and Janet and the nun screams at her and it like blasts her back against the wall into the air. So now she's like stuck against the wall in the air. God damn it. And the nun's all like growling and shit. Another curtain ring pops off. Ed and Janet fall a little further. Question number 13. You're Lorraine. What do you do? What does she do? I'm going to start calling this bitch out by name. I'll be like, come at me, Valak. I know your name, bitch. And hopefully, I don't know. She, I guess she doesn't like her name. And so she's going to get mad. And then I'm going to go run to to Patrick. No, that's not his name. Ed. And pull him back in. I just have a feeling that she's like not into like her name being called. Uh, I'm going to do the same thing. So hand in hand. 
Yeah. Hand on hand. Double ding. Was that double ding? Great. So Lorraine is just like fucking against the wall in the air. And she's like, Ed. And then she looks at the nun and she says, your name gives me dominion over you, demon. And I do know your name. And the nun like screams, like roars at her and all the crucifixes all around the room fall off the wall. And Lorraine says, you are Valak. And the nun's face like kind of drops and like a little black hole starts to like be in like the head. And she says, the defiler, the profane, the marquee of snakes. And the nun starts screaming and like falling back. In the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, I condemn you back to hell. And the Bye, nun bitch. is like screeching and like twitching and like falls basically into like its own black hole and is gone. Lorraine falls to the ground. Another ring pops off the curtain. There's one left. Lorraine screams and like runs to Ed and the last one breaks right at that moment. She grabs his arm and pulls them back in and she's like, Ed, are you okay? And he's like, check on her, check on her. And so at this point, mom and Vic are running in and they're like, Janet, Janet. And Vic's going to go call an ambulance. Um, Mom is holding Janet. Janet's like coughing and wheezing and mom's like, it's okay. Deep breaths, deep breaths, deep breaths. Lorraine holds Ed. Mom holds Janet. And they, um, mom and Janet look at each other and mom's like, are you all right? And Janet just like shakes her head. Yes. And they're sobbing and Lorraine is sobbing and I'm sobbing and we're all and sobbing. I'm sobbing and Chad's sobbing. Chad. So now it's daytime. We're outside the house and there's like a bunch of people around. Like there's an ambulance there. There's like an EMT checking Janet and things like that. Ed and Lorraine are like sitting on the back of the ambulance talking and Lorraine says, you saved her. And Ed's like, no, you saved us. And he's like, didn't I tell you it was meant to be? And she says, and you believed in me. I couldn't have done it without you. And they have like a little snuggle hug. So Janet and mom walk over and mom thanks them for coming back and like her and Lorraine hug. And then like Janet like tackle hugs Ed and it's cute. Cute. And it's like, here, sit down to Janet. And he pulls his, like, cross necklace off. And he's like, this has kept me safe since I was a kid. I want you to have it. And he puts it in her hands. And he says, and when you grow up, you find someone who needs it and you give it to them. Deal? And Janet says, I'm so lucky. She looks at Lorraine and she says, you said one person could change everything. But I've got two oh that's so sweet I know. see if kids were if kids were always like that if they could just I'd not be, be into creepy it. crap bags come on that's that's all i'm asking so now we see words on the screen it says the haunting of enfield would go on to become one of the most documented cases in paranormal history and as this point the camera is like kind of moving throughout the house And it says, um, Peggy Hodgson, mom, would continue to live at the rest of her days, live out the rest of her days in Green Street House. In 2003, she passed away quietly while sitting in a chair in the living room in the exact same spot where Bill Wilkins had died 40 years earlier. And like the camera straps like directly on the fucking recliner chair. I would have put that chair in a different corner of the room. 
I no chair myself. should ever go in that corner ever again. No chair can ever go in that corner ever. Let's just knock that corner out of the house. That's not a corner. Yeah, let's anymore. do that. I'm gonna t- yeah. I'm gonna put a little wall, and that's now the outside. Yep, permanent caution tape right yep. there. Yep. So now a door opens. Ed is going into their little room in their house, Ed and Lorraine's house, with all their fucked up shit, where they keep mm-hmm. the crappy shit, creepy crappy shit. All the creepy crap shit. Fucking Annabelle's in there, and he has a bag. Oh, with shit! Him, and he pulls out the crooked man toy and puts it on the shelf. And then he hears music in the other room. And he goes out. <clears throat> Lorraine is playing an Elvis record. And she holds her hand out to him. Aww. And it's playing, take my, my hand. hand. And he takes it. And they start dancing. And just like stare lovingly into each other's eyes. And it's like, for I can't help falling in love with to black and then it has the creepiest credits that I've ever fucking seen what are they and I can play them for you if you'd like sure it was just like you know um, those little circle um, that you would put like a little picture in and it would show on a screen like in school kind of so it's like click click to the next picture click click to the next picture yes 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 what that's called but um it felt like the sound of that um so we're just clicking through different pictures and it was like pictures of the actual Hodgson's family and the Warrens and like other characters and stuff um and then even like side by side like the picture of the girls in the air and things like that oh damn and um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I took this video and I was so scared the whole time. <laughs> I was like, at this point, it's nighttime and I'm alone and I'm just standing in front of the TV recording. Because then what they first do is they have the actual recording of Ed's interview with, with Janet. Oh, fuck the, me. The audio of it. And I was like... Please don't possess me through this video recording right now, please. <laughs> um, but I will play it for you. Tell me about the beginning, the first night that you had me. Fun was here. Well, I'm holding the back. I wasn't quite sure enough. It was scary. Yeah. 
cool, cool, cool. So you just possess me through your fucking computer phone microphone. Cool. Sorry. Thanks. Bye. I literally was like recording it. I was like, when I finished, I was like, please don't let there be anything behind me. Please don't let there be anything behind me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me count your points. Ah, shit. Okay. Hi, Sammies. So we heard a rumor that you're not signed up for our awesome Patreon yet. What? Where are you getting your bone con then? It's cool. It's fine. You can still subscribe. Just hit the link in the show notes or search for us on Patreon. We're right there. We've got all kinds of bone con. That's bonus content. We've got mini-sodes, post-mortems, and Q&As, all live streams, polls, prizes, merch, and just a general smorgasbord of KK Sam. So join us. Or else. Okay. I know I shit the bed on the dead or lives because nobody fucking died. <laughs> yeah. No one died. The only dead nobody person was Bill fuckings. Wilkins. Yeah. Fuck. <clears throat> All right. So what was so my score? that bitch's ne- neighbor's name was fucking Peggy. That's insane. So it was I Peggy, mean, it's a great name. Peggy Hodgson and Peggy Nottingham. All right. And I mean, sometimes daughter. people will. Sometimes people are both named Peggy. Yeah. So everyone's Peggy in this movie. So you got that one. Um, Great. Yeah. You did a real Kim Burns on the Dead or Alive. I I felt it. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got five out of 12. Yeah, that's, that's, I Kim Burns that bitch up. You real did. Welcome to how I'm going to feel, how I feel all the time. Because you actually killed it on what you did, I feel like, most of the time. Thank you. But, um... Out of the questions, you ended up getting 17 out of 26. Yeah. For a total out of 38, 22. But you yeah, got one bonus point, so 23 out of 38. It's not terrible. It's not awful. Yeah, those dead or lives fucked me. See how that fucked feels? Me. See how that feels? Doesn't feel great. Doesn't feel great. <laughs> um, thanks for telling me that movie. I loved it. Um, yeah, I'm sorry that it was uh, terrible you know just that well no it it's solidified solidified yeah what are we saying i feel like both of us are trying to say sentences that we don't know what the end of the sentence is gonna be was exhausting but it's a really good movie it was really fun i'm glad i did it it's long as fuck so this is just gonna be long it is what it is guys what else the fuck do you have to do except listen to our three-hour episodes during quarantine i don't know i don't know I mean, how our episodes have become three hours but here we are here we are uh, this one is particularly well, long so if it's under three hours i feel good yeah yeah the yeah, movie yeah. itself uh well so, this has been so follow us on social media at kk sam podcast um yeah we still have merch we still have um stay home merch that's still going to be donated um 50 mm-hmm. percent of it we have our patreon is uh fucking awesome over there there's like some really oh my fun God. things happening and um it, i think that's did you already say to follow us on kk sam podcast on all the things did yeah, you already say that i'm I sorry I, did say I, that. I completely if you have a friend who likes this movie share our podcast with a friend and then Give yeah. us a, a good old rate and review, please. And thank you. We love you. We love you. This has been Kim and Kat Stay Alive. Maybe. So, so until, until next, next time, stay, stay alive. Jerry? <laughs> Hold up. 
lifted me up. I'm done. 